You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Yar, hello, internet, and welcome <laughs> to another Tadpog podcast. Why we be going back to old episodes that are no longer existing and redoing them? Yeah, this is a new episode. <laughs> like, I don't. This isn't the clip show intro right. where it's like, let's take a look back at our old episode hook. <laughs> right. But wait, actually, let's do that. <laughs> let's just play that now. Then we can Live all go commentary. home and go to sleep. <laughs> so we yeah, today we're gonna be redoing Hook. We need a quick turnaround. This is a, a short, fun game, at least in my opinion. Yeah. So we uh, since we done it before, it was. Just Ian, you kind of catching up a little bit on it, then we could do an episode. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. So that was that was the pirate thing. For my, for my, oh, you were uh, a pirate. Oh, <laughs> oh, pirate. okay, a, a pirate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a pirate. Okay. Ah, that's what I had written down. <laughs> so before we get into hook, uh, so what you guys been up to in the last few days? Well, I don't have a whole lot to add to what I talked about on. In last week's episode, because we recorded last week's episode three days, days ago. Three days ago. So I'm still uh, just going through Demon Slayer. I did watch Hook for the first Hook? time. Yeah. Hook. Hook. <laughs> hook. <laughs> um, yeah. Turner and Hook. What is it, Hook? <laughs> I, I never saw this movie. and That surprises me. The, I it think surprised the, me, too. Yeah, the list of movies I've seen and you haven't, Ian, has got to be like... Three movies in both. Now it's oh, two. Now it's yeah. two. <laughs> Hook. Dave and I watched Hook last night together. Um, not quite Joe Dirt style. We did it remotely. Yeah. Plan, it was still good. The plan was originally for us to play Power Wash Simulator together. And since I hadn't seen the movie. While we watched it. While we watched. Yeah. And I, since I hadn't seen the movie, um, I just turned on my Xbox and then forgot it was on. And it shut itself off. And I just kept watching the movie. This one came out. This movie came out in 1991, which is the year I graduated high school. I was seven. Um, I was ten. Yeah. So, um, I just never, I've never been into the Peter Pan thing much. Mm -hmm. It's just never. It's not that I have anything against it. It's just never really appealed to me. You're not a Sandy Duncan fan. So I was just about to yeah. ask about Sandy Duncan. <laughs> One of them Sandy boys. I've never seen any like any of those like Peter Pan musicals or plays or whatever they are. But fuck, I've seen the commercials. I've seen the <laughs> yeah. shit out of those commercials. Yeah. You see Sandy Duncan <laughs> like, yeah. in the kids' bedroom. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like I get out of school, watching Charles in Charge. It's like, oh, buckle up for eight Sandy Duncan <laughs> Peter Pan commercials. <laughs> A special television event. Okay, uh -huh. sure. Uh huh. I'll be in bed. Yeah. <laughs> I liked the Disney Peter Pan when I was a kid, and that was always a thing. I had a Disney album of a montage of songs, you know, from Disney movies that yeah. I used to play over and over and over. It drove my parents fucking crazy. But the Peter Pan songs were on there. Man, I can't. I haven't seen Peter Pan in a long time. I'm trying to remember the songs that were in there. Well, it was just really the one where they fly. 
Okay. Do, do, I believe you. I just okay. don't. Well, man, I, like I think I was a child the last time I saw it. I, if it's, I would have had time, too, yeah. I might have rewatched. When I didn't have the record, so. right? I had the, it's burned into my brain. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, maybe I'll use it as a transition, but uh, not that you would hear it if I did that. Use that song as a transition between segments. Not you speaking you, to me Dave, personally. Yeah, yeah. Correct. You would um, not hear it unless when you unless when you add, after you edit it, you're like listen to these timestamps. You, time need, you stamps. need to hear these timestamps, <laughs> right. sucker. I always do when you do that, but when you don't, it's like I just assume everything's great. Yeah. Everyone loves it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I never got really into Peter Pan, and then of course I was um, busy being an 18 year old. Soon to be father, Hellion, uh, when Hook came out. So, and this, I never got around to it, and then it just never came back on my radar. So yeah, we watched it. We watched it last night for the purposes of the seeing it, so I could um, maybe supplement the gameplay. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, aside from that, that's really all I've done this week. Oh. Is just watch Hook and Demon Slayer. What was your opinion on Hook? Was it time well well spent? We want to do we want to get or into it now, it or do we segment? want to say? Well, I've got I've got lots to say about the game and the movie. Well, yeah, we'll see. So the next when we get to the next segment, yeah. I feel like the first segment's not going to be terribly long. This we can do a draft. draft. If you do a draft, good. that would be yeah. good. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I've been playing some shit. Have you? That Final Fantasy 16 demo came out Ooh. after we recorded. You've been working out, Dave. Yes, I see it in your arms. Oh, thanks. Let's go. Let's go. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I uh, loved that demo. I cannot wait for this oh. game to come out. Oh, yeah. And it is like, it's a departure from the series. It's a it's a action game, and that is crazy. Um, there are like skill trees and stuff. So there's like. There is a, like a leveling up like system, and there's an experience system, but like it's pretty. People, I've never played really. I never played any Devil May Cry games, but people are comparing it to Devil May Cry. Okay, I never played those either. Um, I, tonally, I'm assuming they're not similar because, like, the, from the clips I've seen of Devil May Cry, where he's like Dante is like surfing on a torpedo. Yep. Woo! <laughs> I didn't see any of that in Final Fantasy 16 demo, but um, that's a summon. God, it better be. <laughs> that's uh, that's Alexander. That's what. That's what that... It better be. I'm down for that. Uh, man, it was awesome. It comes out in like ten days, maybe. Well, by the time this publishes, uh, it'll it'll be much sooner than that. But I, I I'm ready. I'm ready for it. The uh, it's really like Game of Thrones inspired, and that shows. Um, some of it seems a little like they're trying too hard. Like it's like some like there's like some of the swearing is very much like okay you put you put that doesn't sound natural it sounds like you put it in there because this milk is milk of the poppy <laughs> out of my mother's nipples <laughs> yeah you put it in there because it's like an adult <laughs> game it's rated M for mature uh, which is also odd for a Final Fantasy game um, we've got a guy at work that uses phrases like cheesy crackers really. Chocolate! Get, oh, chocolate drops. Can we get him on? <laughs> I'm sure he'd come. He's a, he's a huge anime fan, so I bet he'd there love to There we go. To come. Yeah. Can't we think we can get anime. him to swear? 
Well, he'll swear too. Oh, okay. for whatever. I think he never reserves, mind. Not I think he reserves his um, safe swears for like Teams chat. Gotcha. So there's his maybe not a swears. log of him being <laughs> like uh, the... vulgar in yeah. Teams chat. Well, he yeah. touches fingers and be like, I don't know about this, Ian Senpai. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I thought you were going butters, but I don't know about this. Sorry, no, no, it's all good. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the game, I, I have no idea what the temperature is. I haven't been paying attention to like the conversations online about it. People may be hating it because it's a big departure. I don't know, like they do, but I don't know, man. Sign me up because if it's I'd rather it be a straight action game than whatever Final Fantasy VII Remaster was. Not that I thought that was bad or anything, but it's just like that like hybrid kind of like thing just didn't really super click with me. Uh, and act- like action games are just action games. It's kind of like, it's nice. And also like the beauty of it is like the demo is like the first chapter. And because it's an action game and it's, I mean, I guess they could do this in anything, but they're like, it's over the top a little bit in regards where it's like your first boss fight essentially is against a Marlboro. And it's like that you don't typically see like that kind of enemy until like so late, mid to late. later in the game. Yeah, against yeah. the what? Uh, a Marlboro. I thought you said a Marlboro, like a cigarette. Uh, well, yeah, they're named after the cigarette. Right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't know they're, these they're, things. So I was like, Manifestations of black lung. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're like these plant creatures that have an ability called bad breath. And Ooh. it's like when you get hit. So with, they're pro smoking, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you get hit with bad breath, you get like hit with like all the stat, yeah. all the status of ailments. It's like blind, <laughs> slow, silence. It depends on the all game. All the things that I am as a smoker. <laughs> yes. That is some true to life accuracy there. I like it. But I, uh, man, I can't, I, I can't wait. I'm really excited. I was a little leery about it. Um, and there are things, and it's like medieval. So it's like straight up medieval, um, which is something they haven't done in a really long time. Yeah. Maybe not since nine. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's right. Um, so I think it's cool, man. I think it's cool that like, well, I get, I think it's cool that they try. It seems like they try a lot of different stuff in their main line, uh, like final fantasy main line, because it's like 14's an MMO 15 was like kingdom hearts style. Um, you know, 13 was, I barely know anything about 13 cause I just played it for a little bit. It was 13 turn based. I honestly don't even know. It was, it was like that. It was that hybrid st- style system. And then twelve was that like pro- logic program where you program the NPCs, which I fucking loved, and I think a lot of people hated. Um, but there are a lot of like conditionals, like you can set your party members to be like, if I'm at less than fifty percent HP, then heal. Hmm. So it's like you're you're building these like chains of logic and like as you level up you can add to the chain and make it longer thought it was really cool but my point is i think it's cool that they change it up a lot and i don't know if that's like on purpose or if they're like i'm sure it's on purpose but i don't know if it's like uh we're just trying to figure out this whole final fantasy thing you know because i would assume it's because all the mainline programmers change all the time so it's just that team's Style, yeah, that team's iteration, yeah, maybe. So. But I'm looking forward to that. I started playing Diablo 4, 
I was going to ask you if you had gotten into that one. Yeah. I'm still on the fence. I'm tempted to buy it. I'm playing I play him Overwatch still, but I just kind of want to play something like, you know, fun that's going to occupy some time and be satisfying, but I haven't been able to pull the trigger on it yet. Yeah. I I like it a lot. Uh I'm playing as a necromancer. Um I cr- on as hardcore which I've never done before, but I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to finish this game anyway. So, like, <laughs> I mean... Well, you have a good enough internet connection now to do it because during Diablo, Diablo 3 two. Days, yeah. Oh, yeah, even yeah, even Dropping Diablo everything, 3. you would have been dead in hardcore, like, instantly. Yeah, they've got this thing called, like... It, I haven't, it hasn't happened to me yet, but they've got this thing called, like, a scroll of escape where it's like if the server goes down or something, you're, the characters, the hardcore characters, like, automatically use the scroll of escape and they get teleported oh. somewhere. Now, from what I've read, they, where they're teleported is random. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it could be worse. So I don't know. You could be right? worse off than you were. But I don't know. I was just kind of thinking it's like, because when I was playing the demo, it's like, this is really fun. And I did die playing the demo. I wasn't playing as a hardcore character, but it was like, after I died in the demo, I noticed that I was having a lot less fun for whatever reason. Um, and so when I created this character, when I created this necromancer, I just was like random, random appearance. And then I went to like the Morkborg random name generator and was like random. Nice. And I just fucking put that info in and let's fucking roll. Let's go. Um, and it's been fun. I mean, I'm not like super high level or anything like level 17 which is like baby little baby necromancer but there have been some close calls and like those close calls like i feel that adrenaline dump Mm. you know what i mean where it's like all of a sudden i can hear my my pulse in my (laughs) ears you know (laughs) yes so yeah means it's working yeah right (laughs) so um i was telling henry about it and he was because he's familiar with hardcore because of Minecraft. Right. There are there are servers where you there's a hardcore mode where if you die in Minecraft, you get kicked and banned from the server. Mm. Um which I think is I think is neat. Um I would not do it in Minecraft because I die a lot yeah. in Minecraft. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like constantly I'm dying in Minecraft. But yeah, we'll see how it goes in Diablo 4. Uh I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it. Good. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's really cool. I think it's really well done. It's fun because it's like um, I don't know that I'm even going to go through the campaign because the world is pretty open and you can explore the world and there are like these little dungeons that you can go into and, and do those dungeons. There are side quests that you can do. Um, so honestly, I think I'm just going to do that um, because I feel like it's going to be safer than fighting all these like campaign bosses and stuff. And I don't know if all hardcore characters like find this early on, but I found something early on called like, um, it's a recipe for an elixir of life or undying or something like that. And it's this like, you got to get it back to the Shogun. Right. Yeah. Before you start growing flowers (laughs) and shit, flowers out of your eyeballs. It's, um, it's like where you, if you drink it, if you die within the next 30 minutes, you come back to life. And I don't know. I don't know if I just got real lucky and found this recipe, but like I'm trying to find all these ingredients now because it's like, yeah, this is, this is great. I can 
pretty much have a re-raise mm-hmm. uh, if I can gather all these ingredients. And um, the areas, um, they scale with your level. So it's not like, I think it's neat because I don't even know if we're going to leave the main area because it's this like cool, like snowy looking area. And it's like, that just keeps leveling with me. And, um, I'm just, might just try to max out my renown because like, that's a, that's a mechanic in the game now where it's like, if you clear out enough dungeons and do enough side quests, your, your, um, renown grows and um in that area and as it grows you get benefits like extra skill points and and money and Mm. and stuff like that so it's cool they've got like a lot of cool they're definitely making it more mmo light even than diablo 3 was that's really what it feels like to me is that they're like we're gonna put a lot of mmo elements into this without it being a, a pure MMO hmm. and it's fucking scratches that itch that I'm constantly fighting against in Final Fantasy 14. I like Final Fantasy 14 a lot. I think it's a really cool game, but that game is so story focused that everything is well, not everything, but pr- a lot of things are gated behind the story. So it's like you have to have progressed the story so far before you can do certain things and go to certain areas, um, which I think is really cool. Um, but a lot of times in MMOs, the way I like to play is how do I get to the max level the most efficient way possible? Yeah. Like I get a lot of enjoyment out of that. Me too. Where, where it's like, okay, yeah, that's in. That's how I did it in Ultima. Yeah, same. Yeah. Girl, same. And <laughs> I, yeah, and I love that. It's, yeah. a, it's a great. It's, it's it, really satisfying and yeah. you feel like you've got something really cool and then you can roll another character that does something totally right, exactly. different. Yes. And then before you know it, you have this fucking arsenal. Right. That you could just. Back, you know, kind of like we used to do back in the day, where it'd be like, you know, we had, if I were a grandmaster smith, someone needed some shit, they'd be like, hey, can I get some armor? I just log in, make them some armor, give it to them, log, log out, out, go back, back to battle. Your, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Love I, I love that, and and I love it. I mean, you can kind of do that in Final Fantasy fourteen in regards where it's like, instead of having alt alternate characters any character in the game can have as many jobs as they want. So they can switch between jobs and that's great. But what kind of happens is once again, you have to, in order to like access like in game stuff, you have to like be current with the story and you have to like continue that, that they call it the main story quest. And so for me, it's just, it's a lot of fun leveling characters. Like that's, I like that. I like, mixing it up with new mechanics and learning like a new, oh, this is how this job works and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, um, but so Diablo kind of like with it having those MMO elements where it's like, oh, you can get to max level without doing touching the story if you want to. It's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, that sounds you know, Let me ask you this. Does the story element of the game also level up with you? So, yeah. You know, so if you max level, then you roll the, run the story, then it's going to be, it's not going to be like walking through, devastator style and just easy right presumably i don't know because i haven't done it yet but i do feel like in a lot of games even when it scales i still feel like it gets a little bit easier Mm -hmm. like even like especially like fallout because fallout will do that you know where like monsters will scale with your level but i mean it's still still harder earlier on yeah yeah yeah, way harder earlier on so you have later on in the game you have more at your disposal right right more tools in your kit yeah yeah yeah, precisely um 
so yeah, man, I would don't know that I would recommend it to you because I don't. It's because it's a seventy dollar video game. Yeah, you know what I mean? I know. So that's what stopped me. Th- yeah, it's yeah. tough. It's tough it to is. be like, yeah, buy it because that's a lot of fucking money. Uh, and I couldn't find it really on sale anywhere because it's a Blizzard game. Sure. So yeah. I just I just bought it because I I wanted it real bad. <laughs> so hey, I get it. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's uh, it's it's been fun. I just been working. It's the new new company's in. It's transition time, going from my old company to my new company, and switching out processes and programs and recipes and practices and policies. And so I'm bugging beat. It's been a lot of early mornings, long days. Melissa's worked, so uh, she, and she works twelves when she works. Oof. So then when I, you know, I've been working later, but I get off and get dinner, so that's done by the time she gets home because then we have to. Rinse, you know, rinse and repeat when she's on multiple twelves like that. Yeah, so. yeah, it's all I'm done. I'm beat. <laughs> so. I believe it. It sounds like it. Yeah, it's a lot. So I got to do it again next week, and then, then we should be good. Be That's good. good. Yeah, it's a quick and and this transition team is very nice. This new company, I'm looking forward to it. They're they've been great people. So like, it's gonna be That's gonna good. be a good change. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Well, you're looking forward to that break. Yeah, or at least less work. I won't call it a break. Yeah, and then once less... everything is in place, it'll be even better. Cool. This company has more resources and tools and stuff than oh, the last good. company. So it'll be, it's good it'll be good. Cool. In the meantime, you guys want to do a draft? I'm down to do a draft. I do want to do a draft. Uh, before we jump into that, since I think tonight everybody is it? listening, we're not going to do a... Oh, you, no. I'm okay. Sorry. I do need a writing implement, please. Uh, we're not going to do a community corner tonight. So I've got something I wanted to do real quick before we did that, and that is I brought you guys presents. What? Presents. I brought you something. For Father's Day? Uh, yes. <laughs> as a matter of fact, <laughs> it is. For, how did you figure that out? Because it's the only present I'll get. So uh, Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to cherish this, Ian. <laughs> I brought you something. This is um, – these are T-shirts – are they the Bass Pro Shop T-shirts we've been wanting? Uh, I, I had to do the uh, Cabela T-shirt. Sorry. <laughs> so these are two T-shirts. These were designed by my son. Okay. Uh, oh, sweet. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Dip dot shirts. Hell yeah, man. He did the design for that. I they liked it so much, they put it on a T-shirt. It so feels like a good shirt, it too. Does nice feel like quality a good shirt. shirt. Yeah, they're real nice shirts. So um, I'll try to awesome. get a Thanks, picture man. and Thank you. post those up on the Discord or something for everyone to see what they look here. Just actually lay one out there yeah, hold dude. it up or something. could have taken a picture first. I Is that good? And just like that. <laughs> we don't really need to see the logo. Dippin' Dots, the ice cream of the future. Future, future. Circus of Values. Circus of Values. My uh, Thanks, man. Yeah, my son works for Dippin' Dots and uh, is the graphic one of the graphic designers there. And he gets all the swag. He brought home a stuffed Dippin' like a big... Stuffed animal, only it was a Dippin' Dots cup. With I thought you were saying it was stuffed with Dippin' Dots. <laughs> no, it, like it was like a plush that looks like a giant big old cup of Dippin' Dots, oh, only it has cool. eyes and a mouth and nose, and it's like a mascot named Dottie. Okay, I'm behind it. 
Cohen got that. I mean, he's real. He's real happy with that. Awesome. One. Yeah. So anyway. So draft ideas. What you got? Let's see. Go through the great list. Waifus, Mario games, guest hosts, presidents, Marvel heroes, Marvel villains, X Men, cartoons. Do you think we could do a full draft on game shows? Game shows? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. I think so. Let's do game shows. Game shows. Game shows. Hell, yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah, this is going to be hard to like narrow it down. It's gonna, a lot of this is coming down to the dice roll for me, yeah. I'm sure. Oh, like in regards to who goes first? Yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe not. Two, in. There you go, That's bud. me. So I go first? Okay. Yep. My first game show pick, it's, it's, it's a tough one. I've got a guess, but I'm going to hold my guess until you answer. I, well, shit. I've, I've painted myself into a corner now because I like game shows. I, I used to love game shows. Oh, yeah, dude. Ab- absolutely. Man, when I get to stay Abso- home from school literally. or during summertime. <laughs> I think you and I have the exact same one. I, think I, one slot. Uh, I don't know, man. We might not. Okay. We probably do. But. Yeah, I think we probably do. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, though. I, there, I got plenty. There's so many good ones. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my gut and say the price is right. That's my first nice first pick. That's a really solid fucking great pick. It's not the one that I guessed that you were gonna say. Well, but I think the price is right. Bob just, Barker or Drew Carey? Bob Barker. Yeah, I, look, I have nothing against Drew Carey, Same. and I yeah. think he runs the show nicely. I think Same. he's an excellent host for the little bit I've seen of it. But it's Bob Barker. Bob all the Barker way all the way, man. I remember being like in kindergarten. We had half day kindergarten. And I remember going to school. I had morning kindergarten. Uh, going to school, coming home, and then watching The Price is Right. And like, man, I'd love it when those women would jump. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Like, that was like <laughs> 80% of the reason I watched The Price is Right to see yeah. the women jump. And then 20% was Plinko. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yep. I think the show all like together. The too, the, yeah. Uh, the yeah. 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 It was the thing that I liked <laughs> about it was the fact that that was a game was a show that was essentially the game show equivalent of a sketch comedy show, right? Yeah. Every different games, every week, yeah. every time. And, you know. Oh, I hope they do this one. I do. Yeah. Always looking forward to the games and people going yeah, crazy man. for Blinko. You know, yeah, that dude. was always a huge deal. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it was it's a, a good time, wheel. and the fact that that show was an hour long. Yeah, it was an hour long game show, and I mean, it was just like every day, ten five days a.m. to eleven a.m. every morning. Yeah. If I could, I'd watch that. I never missed it. Man, that was like a like whenever I was sick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh man, when I was sick and stayed home from school, it got you, me through. Goddamn right, I'm watching The Price Is Right. Like Price, Bob Barker and his ladies got me through a lot of illnesses. Yeah, I mean it's that it was the go to. So yeah, Price yeah, Is Right for me. Excellent pick. Excellent. Uh, my number one, unequivocally, without reservation, is Match Game. Oh, great. okay. Match great game, pick. like great a motherfucker. Pick. Yeah, match game's great. I could still listen. I could sit down and watch match game. Yeah. Watch bloopers on match when it comes up on TikTok. Oh, God, it's, yeah. She loves finding the contestants and friending them on Facebook from uh-huh. match game in the fucking 70s. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I love it, dude. Man, yeah, match game is so good. 
Is there an iteration of Match Game on now currently? They there did was. one with Alec Baldwin hosted one, I believe. They, they did like a few years. Yes, ago. Yes, that's right. It was actually fairly recently. I never, I never saw it. We watched it a few times. It was it was funny. Yeah. It was it was weird seeing Alec Baldwin as the host, but he sure. he did a good job of it. I, I mean, it was that it. same yeah. laid back kind of everybody. I think cracking he had the stick mic like Gene Rayburn had. Yeah. Yeah, nice. totally went the full Monty on that mm-hmm. one, and it was a good sh- it was a good show. I think they very kept very true to the format. Yeah. So yeah, I think you'd have liked it just fine. Dave, you're number one. Uh, it's tough, man, because there are so many to choose from, and it's like I want to pick ones that I want to block you guys, but not to block just to um, just to save them for me. Um. I mean, there's there are a lot of good ones. I have to go with I have to go with press your luck. I have to press your I, luck is I, great. I have to, I absolutely it have to go with press your luck. S tier. I love that. I show. love that damn show. And it's like they brought that back for a while too. Yeah, Elizabeth yeah. Banks hosted. We really watched, we watched it as well. It was well, nighttime. I mean, we do reference it every every episode. episode. <laughs> yeah, all, just about every episode. And now yeah. I've gotten to the point where I'm playing the plush press your luck board sound behind our um, right behind the the randomizers so i wouldn't but what's fucked up is like it's a great show like but what makes it are the animations of the whammies oh god <laughs> like yeah. like i mean yeah. that was the hook for me as a kid was oh. just like again yeah. mass appeal right yeah there. you everybody loved the whammies everybody yeah. thought that was hilarious i loved that shit and then the history behind the guy who broke the game and yeah yeah yeah, God, I watched that. You found it, then I watched that documentary or whatever. I wish I could remember his it. name, but, but yeah, that's great. Where he just like yeah. memorized the board, and it's he like knew, how knew to when to it. stop it, yeah. and knew how to not get a whammy ever, and yeah. And you could win big goddamn money on that board if you, most of the time it was luck. Right, unless you're counting you would cards. press. <laughs> right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was tough, and you could make a lot of fucking money on there. I loved seeing people win big money, yeah. big bucks. No I loved watching them lose too. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> both ways because, like, well, again, yeah, it's like they're up they're, like a hundred thousand dollars, and they press their luck, and fucking, you're done, you're yeah. out, and. They weren't like apologetic about it. I either. just wanted to see those cartoons real bad. Yeah. So every time I remember being like seven and be like, please whammy. Please whammy. I want to, please, God, show me a cartoon, please. <laughs> Was he going to be wearing a cape and sunglasses? <laughs> Have Dynamite, he's throwing and exploding all their money away. <laughs> yep. And they'd have little lines that they would say, little scripts. Yep. God, yeah, they're great. I loved it so much. Wonderful show. Ian? Oh, um, this is a this is a very tough draft. Mm-hmm. I just spit it out, and I'm thinking, God, that's a good know, one. It's, it's a great, great one. Idea. Uh, but my, I think I'm going to go for my second one. I'm going to go with the twenty five thousand dollar pyramid. Wow, that was a fucking yeah, dude! Really great show wow. for me, and I loved the. I loved the final round where they had God. It was that tense moment where they would get to the end. They were and also get that bad. last square. Oh, I know. <laughs> it was always like it was watching. It was always like an act of frustration because it's like because you know as the audience you know the answer. Yeah. So like the whole time it's like oh my god how can you not how, how are you not getting this? <laughs> I know. But that one, then that one went on for so long. Yeah. Uh, there was just and there was a lot of good moments. Dick Clark hosted. 
it, it just again one of those shows that just hit me at the right time and mm-hmm. and uh, was super entertaining. And honestly, a lot of the bullshit trivia I know is from game shows like that. Yeah. You know? It's just shit that I've picked up along the way. I'm so glad you reminded me of that show. Because I watched it a lot as a kid. I and I don't, so, I never think about it. Yeah. I still sometimes get the theme song to that show stuff. How's that one go? Oh, yes! Fuck yeah! Yes! It's Yeah. I watched a lot of TV when I was a kid. I didn't have brothers or sisters. so Yeah, same. So uh, my only thing to do when I wasn't outside playing with friends, I watched TV mm-hmm. all the fucking time. And game shows just were a huge yeah, deal. Yeah, game shows, so, man. And this one, Price is Right, man. This just keeps getting better. Uh, I've loved every iteration, but it's been taken to the next level by one Steve Harvey. Damn. Mm, so mm, mm, I gotta mm. say Family Feud. That's yeah, a good that one. was gonna be my that was gonna be my next pick, but I had a feeling you might grab it. That's a great show, man. Oh, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a Richard a Dawson man show. myself. I love Richard I mean, I like Dawson. Richard Dawson too. Yeah. Steve Harvey though. Man. Steve Harvey's good. He's made he, he's he real made good. I've seen him on it. Yeah, he is. He's he's, he's, he's fantastic. Perfect perfect fit for him. Yep. Yeah. And like his reactions, Those looks. Are so, I mean, that have made how many hundreds of memes? Yeah, you know? yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's great. Shit. His reactions are the best. It almost feels like that show, kind of like early on. Because have you ever watched any like the ones from like the seventies? Um, those are fucking fantastic. Yeah, uh, but it kind of feels like they always had these like. They're really leaning into our contestants are dumb now, you yeah. know, and oh, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's a bad thing. Back I think the, it's great. Back in the eighties and the seventies, man, it was cutthroat, and they were playing yes. to fucking win. Yeah, and yeah, it was again another one of those really great moments. I was really TV. turned off by it as a kid because of their names like cross stitched and the for whatever reason I hated that I, I fucking know. hated it it's I was gram- like what is this grandma yeah what is this the Cracker Barrel game show like what is this what is this shit? mama's family <laughs> I hated that I hated it what is the worst month to be pregnant September <laughs> Everybody God it's so good what the one I saw recently where Steve Harvey was like finish this Leave it. Okay, I was like, in? <laughs> the ones where he has to stop and wave and stop the time clock uh-huh. and walk away. Um, okay, so... Whew, I'm a little upset I didn't get Family Feud, but I totally get it. That should have been a first-round pick. I'm going to go... I'm gonna go newlywed game in the same in the same vein of like the bloopers. The the bloopers, holy shit! I gotta go newlywed game. I remember watching that as a kid, and I loved it as a kid. And then watching the reruns and stuff like in my twenties, and man, that is mommy. What's Whoopi? The dirtiest place you ever made Whoopi. The in booty. The <laughs> yeah, <in the> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That was a moment in TV fucking history. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the, the audience, the host, everybody lost their shit. I remember that. Yeah, great, great, great game show. I love that one. Ian, number three. Um, Got to go with Wheel of Fortune. Mm-hmm. I still watch Wheel of Fortune. That's the one I was going to guess was going to be your first pick. 
Let's wheel. Yeah, and and I do love the show. Um, good old Pat Sajak's retiring after this season. I hear. Yeah. So good for him for getting out and getting you know doing something. But hell, that doesn't have anything to do with wheels, right? <laughs> he's been uh, or letters. He's like a pit crew. <laughs> or <Vanna. laughs> But yeah, I've just that's just been another standby. And I remember, I don't know if you guys remember the old version of Wheel of Fortune, the original show. They would they I'd would heard win. about it. So, I've never seen this. Yeah, the way they would play, they would play the game like normal. They'd pick letters and get money for the letters they would pick. And you know, the rules were always the same. The vowels cost you two hundred and fifty dollars or whatever. I mean sure I think the price has actually gone up. Inflation. It is. It's Thanks, inflation. Obama. But uh, at the end of it, there wasn't a bonus round. At the end of every round, the winner would go and shop and pick things huh. that were on in a in a room. And it was like there is the most brilliant way of advertising ever. They would have this big, you know, kind of whatever they call it, almost a lazy Susan thing on the big studio floor. Yeah. And then there would be a whole kitchen set and everything would have price tags on it. And then they would say, uh, Pat, I'll take the refrigerator for $700. And they would, be, they would buy things based on how much, how much money they had. they had in their, huh. in their bank. And then the stuff that they purchased, they would then talk about. Oh, you've got the Amana refrigerator, frost free ice cube maker, you know, the whole Nine yeah. yards, and it was really, and it, you know, it, you would you would be watching and be Price like, "Don't buy right that! Style. Don't buy that ugly table! What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? Don't buy that!" Uh, yeah, it was it was very much Price is Right style, where you would have like the showcase. Uh -huh. Only this was after every round, they'd get to buy stuff with their money. So yeah, it was really neat. But cool. even even without that. Um, I just like the hangman style mm -hmm. game. I think that's always been really cool. And the fact that the wheel can fuck you, mm -hmm. you know, it could just ruin your whole game. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, great game, Wheel of Fortune. Hell Number yeah. Three. Hell yeah. I, I remember having that one on DOS as a kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I played the hell out of that. Mm -hmm. uh, my next one won Geo Party. Geo Party. Geo I don't know Party. about this one. It's really good. I don't know. I like Trebek. Jeopardy. Oh, shit. Jeopardy. <laughs> Jeopardy. <laughs> Both of us. You got Both me. Both of us are like, what? <laughs> Geo Party. I was like, I was going with, I don't yeah, Metro know. Geo? Yeah. Geo Metro? What, which one is it? <laughs> I was thinking it's a kind of geography thing. I don't know. You got it. Yeah, Jeopardy. Fuck. Love the shit out of Jeopardy. Great show. Geo party, geo party. <laughs> we have some more Jeopardy sports games, I think. <laughs> Yay! We have a sports game, and then another like Jeopardy SNES game that we might draw. Um, it's to me. Yep. I am going to go with Legends of the Hidden Temple. That's a good one. Very good. Fuck! One. I, God, I love that. I love that fucking show, man. That was like out of all. Like so many Nickelodeon shows, I was like, "Oh man, I want to be on that. I want to be on that." But like, Hidden Temple, like mm -hmm. that, that would have been a great one to be on. Yeah, like no, way, way better than Guts, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I know there there were a lot of Guts fans. I liked it. I watched it. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Fuck man, with that like jungle theme and all that. Oh, 
Oh, all the teams. Man. Blue Barracuda. Systems. Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It was it was fucking rad. I mean, Nick Kirk Ar- Fogg. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Olmec. <laughs> Let's rock. It's like, fuck, man. It doesn't get any better than this. <laughs> Nick Arcade, like I remember, one, like thinking, oh man, that damn shrine of the silver monkey. No, the head goes on last. <laughs> no, no, the man. head goes on last. Dude, that, there's that YouTube supercut of kids failing at that puzzle, and it's like it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, the shrine of the silver monkey. <laughs> yeah, they all suck at it. But like I remember watching that, and like Nick Arcade, and like Guts, and all those like. Nickelodeon game shows, man. Like Double Dare, obviously, but like Hidden Temple, like that was that was the one for me, man. I still like I like being at a con and seeing like the lazy Hidden Temple cosplay because yeah. it's so good. Just the shirt, yeah, the shirt, <laughs> maybe like a that. bike helmet, yeah, a helmet, yeah. <laughs> it's some like shorts, some khaki shorts. Hey, at least they're participating, right? right? No, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> way more Great. than I am. It's right. it's it's perfect because it's like that's what it that's what it was. Yeah, man. <laughs> Ian number four. God, I'm gonna run out. There's a lot. Can we do ten? There's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> we could do a ten. <laughs> I know. You're right. Well, we, maybe we could do part two. Save our answers and do part two next. I'll forget. Right. What I, uh, said. I got them written down. Oh, cool. The uh, so again, these were all so good and so and so plentiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a plethora. A plethora, if you will. <laughs> Would you say I have a plethora of game shows? <laughs> See, you have a plethora. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shit, but do we want to do 10? No. Mm-hmm. We could. <laughs> we, yeah, because if we split it, what's going to happen is people are going to talk about things that we missed on Discord, and they're going to influence our answers mm-hmm. if we do a part mm-hmm. two. If y'all want to do 10, we'll do 10. Fuck uh, it. I'm going to do 10. Cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, my number four is Card Sharks. Card Sharks. I thought about Card Sharks. I really liked that one. It came on uh, either before or after um, Press Your Luck. And in that in that block, I think I think Wheel of Fortune might have been like, man. or I think Price is God. Right might have been like nine to ten, and then after Price is Right came Press Your Luck and Card Sharks. Dude, you are doing it for me tonight with like reminding me of things that I watched <laughs> the shit out of and then forgot, like with. Pyramid and then Card Sharks. Like, I mean, both of those shows. I used to like, think, wow. I used to Fuck. think Bob Eubanks was the coolest motherfucker yeah. in the world. I love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I loved Bob Eubanks. So, just because it features one of the greatest bands of all time, Rockapella. Ah. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Good answer. Mm-hmm. Good, good answer. Mm-hmm. Great answer. Man. Yeah, dude. I watched a, a YouTube sort of mini doc about about that show and how they pitched it so many different places, and mm. no one wanted to pick it up, and how like the links they had to do to get the judge, the the woman who pe- played the the chief to mm-hmm. play the chief, mm-hmm. like they wanted her so badly, like they had to shop it around to eventually like what PBS picked it up, mm-hmm. and then. They had to take more of an educational spin on it, and all this stuff. Like that works. That works out great. It man. all worked. Although I will say that I feel like if that show did not have Rockapella, that it would have fucking fallen really super flat. Yeah. Yeah, they made it fun and different. Absolutely. Dave number four. 
Number four, I am going with win, lose, or draw. Oh, my God. <laughs> win, lose, or draw. Click, click, click. Oh, Ching. man. Core memory unlocked. Dude. I have forgotten all about oh, win, lose, or draw. Man, we had the home version. Yeah, which is really just paper and pencil, (laughs) but you can buy it in the box if you want to. Didn't Vicki Lawrence host that? Man, I do not remember. I think they had multiple hosts. Well, Vicki, I had a huge crush on Vicki Lawrence, and I'm almost positive I'm going to have to look her up because I'm not familiar with her. all about it. But I love the concept of that show, and it was always fun because they would have, like, celebrities on, um, and they would be, like, the, the... leader of the two teams Mm -hmm. you know and it was always fun to see like people just like guessing poorly and drawing poorly and just like (laughs) it's just frantic you know yeah my turn yes sir yes wasn't talking to the mic sorry we're on number five five name that tune that's a good one. Always a favorite. That's of mine. a good one. I love music. I was always actually pretty good at name that tune. I so, believe that. Yeah, really good shit. There was an old, obviously the old class, and then they brought it back recently as well. Um, yeah, Jane Krakowski. Yeah, hosted, she hosts, yeah. and uh, Randy Jackson is like the leader of the band. He plays a lot of the stuff on that, on the music on that. But uh, yeah, I really like it just because. I love music, and I think it's a fun concept. I can name that tune in one note. Yeah. Ooh, everybody's excited now. Yeah, it's a great show. I'm going to need your guys' help to remember this one. Okay. I loved it as a kid. I watched it a lot, but I can't remember the name. Okay. So it was like there would be you know, the big TV screen covered up by puzzle pieces, and it was a trivia, so they would guess a trivia question right and got to remove a piece of that this puzzle, and once the piece came off, there was a moving picture underneath. Yep. I know what and you're you talking about. You had to about. guess what the picture was saying, uh-huh. and then trying to remove the pieces. Woo! I fucking love the shit out of that. I don't Boy, know that one. I know I what you're talking remember. about, but I don't know what that is. I don't know that one. Because uh, I, wa- I yeah. remember watching it. Was it a full game show, or was it part of another show? I think it was a full game show. It was show. a full game show. Okay. Because I was thinking they might have done something similar to that on like three, two, one contact or something, where it was like this little mini, like a little segment. Name that GIF. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can name that it? GIF in. Uh, Get the one picture. Bucket. Maybe that is it. I really don't remember the name of it, but I. Oh, it's that, weird. That's a Nickelodeon show, game show. So I doubt it. No, it's not. I don't remember what it was. It was it was an '80s game. It was an '80s one, though. Yeah, I can't. I'm surprised I don't know this, but I, I cannot think of it. I know what you're talking about, but I man, I cannot remember the name. It's a cool concept for a show. Mm-hmm. '80s game show with picture puzzles. Oh, this is here. It is. Tell me the load and tell me the name of it. <laughs> is it concentration? Classic concentration. Maybe it's concentration. Yeah, because it had the the twenty five tickets. Yeah, man, oh, that's it. Yes. yeah, that's it. Oh wow! You would say it revealed the pit. You know, the you'd have to figure out what the mm-hmm. riddle picture was behind it. Okay, okay. God, classic wow. concentration. Fuck, good. man, oh. so good. All Damn. these fucking 
memories. Yes. God, I, if you hadn't shown me that board, I would not have remembered Damn, it at all. Dude. But I saw yeah. that picture. No, I was I like, oh, it. fuck yeah. I, I know always exactly. watched it at my grandma's house. Mm-hmm. I fucking loved it. My next. Ten's the limit. I'm not going to 15. All right. Ten's the limit. <laughs> my next pick is American Gladiators. Damn. Dude, I was legit. <laughs> I was legitimately Damn. going to ask you if American Gladiators counted as a game show. I was yeah. just going to say it, and then if you guys said, no, it's not a game show, I've got mm. another one loaded, ready to go. I think, I think it absolutely counts. <laughs> but man, God, That's I used to love show. that fucking we, show, dude. And like, I Y'all want to watch this or Gladiators? <laughs> Gladiators. <laughs> I remember watching that in the morning as a kid, and then like going to like train in the park <laughs> for American Gladiators. Yeah, dude. That was my shit. Love that Which show. Which evolved eventually Is into... Is Diamond Pot? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to feel I mean, yes, but also not my thing. <laughs> yep. That evolved into American Ninja Warrior, I think, too. I, I think. I was curious if there type, was like a, like a through line there. It's not like a competition. It's a mm. competition, but it's not like this group versus this group. It's just people taking turns running mm. an obstacle course. Mm. But... I think it has the same feeling. It has that same sort of... That's like the localized Takahashi's Castle, right? Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's what it's called. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, anyway. But I'm curious. Like, I, I don't know the history behind that. Like, I'm... Like, Gladiators was so big, right? I mean, like, that influenced, uh-huh. like, so we much. We watched it. We watched it. And I think it fell apart, like... I, I'm not positive, but... Maybe you guys can help me. Maybe you know more about it. But I feel like Gladiators fell apart because it was managed very like the way that Vince McMahon like managed WWF, oh, not where it's like me, I own the rights to your characters, and like also you don't have your your independent contractors, and like yeah, because I remember you like get hit by a tennis ball. Sorry, I don't provide insurance. Right, that, you know, takes out an eye. Because <laughs> I think they were selling like gladiators, like action figures and stuff, and like yeah. the gladiators were getting like none of that like Royalty. merchandising royalties or anything. Ugh. I loved it when the gladiators would take it so fucking personally when they would get beat. Yeah, too. <laughs> yeah. Could, and you could tell which ones of them were well, acting right. and which ones were really uh-huh. actually fucking mad. Yeah. This makes me. I want to watch Running Man now. <laughs> hey, Killian. I want to watch Running Man and uh, play Power Wash. Mm-hmm. I definitely won't be play, playing Power Wash. <laughs> like I'll be glued to that. Watching one. Running Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have recently watched Running Man. Nice. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. And the groundbreaking <laughs> number six, Hollywood Squares. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Fucking love Hollywood Squares. Yes. I put that right there with Match Game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, they live Gilbert in the Godfrey. same house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's when you get. Center Square, Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. Yep. Circle for takes me, the square. For me, Man. it was. Yeah. You, you always. Yeah. Get... It's the fucking rules. Okay. Sorry to interrupt you so many times. I'm just so happy we're doing this. I'm totally used to it. Um, You could almost see celebrities as. Real people, yeah. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I feel like I could probably be buddies with him. I don't know who Bruce Valanche is, but Yank yeah, plays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just looks like so much fun. He looks like a big puppy. <laughs> Tyler, SNL has parod- parodied it many times. You already I did Jeopardy. Kid, I know you lived it as a kid. The rapist, Alex Market Sweep. 
Nice. God, that was definitely that was on my list. Oh, I waited too long. Good show. Yeah, man. Now I'll say, going back and watching it, I don't like it as much as I did when I was a kid. Mm. But fuck, man, back in the day, that was like top tier. It's like I'm gonna watch Supermarket Sweep with my mom, and I'm gonna play Super Mario Brothers too. <laughs> Always. <laughs> That's thought. the order of how I'm gonna do shit today. <laughs> Big agenda. Big agenda. I always thought the host of Supermarket Sweep was such a dork. Yeah, totally. Supermarket Sweep. And he put his finger up like he was trying to get excited. And it's like, man, you don't have a lot of enthusiasm, but I like you. (laughs) I think that's what they said to him when they cast him as the host. You don't have a lot of enthusiasm. I don't know what it is about you, but I think you've got the job, pal. Dave, number six. I am going to go with Scrabble. Scrabble. Man, I love I love that fucking theme really song to Scrabble. Like that's my, the main reason I'm picking it is because Scrabble and I think Chuck Woolery was the host of that one. He was. Yeah, man. Oh, we were big Chuck Woolery fans in my house. Same. Huge Chuck Woolery fans. <laughs> two and two, baby, two and two. God, I know, right? Two and two, I still say that. Girl, say. <laughs> yeah. Most people don't get yeah. it. That's like, I could say that to one of my parents right now, and there'll be, like, there'll be a connection. It's like, mm, Chuck Willery. <laughs> ah, family. <laughs> and number oh, seven. I do much sugar. I, my teeth feel weird. Remote control. Damn you! <laughs> Damn you! Damn you! Damn you! All right. Good choice. <laughs> Good pick. What can I say? Good pick. I fell in love with Kari Wurr on that. Mm. That was a great show, man. Great show. And I'm not shitting you. When I was one turn ago, I was like, do I say Scrabble or Remote Control? And I was like, no one's going to say Remote Control. <laughs> nice. Oh. Going back and watching it, it's it is so awful, but holy fuck! In the time, I loved it, and I would watch marathons like they marathon it like on a Sunday. I after think church. I know. I think I know. MTV's singled out, oh, singled out, Chris singled Hardwick out mm-hmm. with Jenny McCarthy and yep. then Carmen Electra. Oh yeah. Because it, I mean, it's such a sexist, garbage, shitty show. Well, yeah, we watched a few episodes fuck. one night. <laughs> we recorded. Love it. Yeah. Back. Yeah, dude. Hey, good TV is good TV. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do? I couldn't help what I like, y'all. Yeah, I get it. Totally, one hundred percent. Um, in this, in a similar vein, I believe it was a different network. I think this was Comedy Central. I'm going with Beat the Geeks. Okay. Okay. It's on my list. Man, I love on my list. I held out for it, but yeah, I, I love Oh the man, that was a great show. Whenever they have the special the, the geek, guest geek. The Simpsons yeah. geek or Yes. Yeah. Yes. Man. Did you watch I it? I did not see this. I one. think you would have dug it a lot because yeah. they had the regular geeks. They had like a stable of geeks. Oh and really? Music, music geek. geek. Yeah. Movie. Movie geek. TV, right? TV. And then maybe the fourth one was a guest one. I think that's how they. I think that's how they did it. Yeah. And it and might it have was, changed from varied. season to season, right? It would, it would be yeah. a specific subgenre of one of those uh-huh. or something like that. Okay. And the contestants yeah. would challenge 
a geek. Like the, it would be Jeopardy style, kind of, where they're like the category would be music kind of okay. deal. And they'd challenge the geek and they'd both be given the question. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, it was cool. It was a cool show. Nice. Man, that's a good draft. <laughs> Fuck. I'm getting that, like, I'm getting that. Yeah, I feel it's good. Yeah. Get that dopamine eight. going. Yes. <laughs> Who wants to be a millionaire? That was oh, um, Yep, same. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that show. God, it was so fucking fresh. Dude, that it, show and was, it was huge. So good. It and, was huge in oh, the late 90s. We didn't, we didn't miss it. No. We watched it every single fucking night yeah. that it was on. And I hate I was do, sad do, when... Do, oh, God. Do, do. <laughs> it, was, it, it was so intense. It like brilliant. super serious. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. That's a, man, that's a classic. Classic. You you having beat the geeks brought this up. I don't know if it qualifies as a game show. Okay. So tell me if it does or not. If it does, I'll pick something else. I've got something else. If you think it as a game show, because there are there are prizes, uh, mostly in the form of honor, but the original Japanese Iron Chef. Yeah, man. I was thinking Iron Chef earlier. I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think, I that, think that totally qualifies. Oh, yeah, shit. yeah, dude. Holy shit. I love... Iron Chef is also what put me on my love for Chong's and working at Chong's and watching Iron Chef are what put me on that path. Like it, it held sway over it because I loved God, I loved I remember after after doing my senior project where the, the cook taught me to to cook at Chong's. I remember I had to do part of like a video for my senior project. So I had a white t shirt, a put on marker, and I had Iron Chef Chong's written on it. <laughs> and then I made like all those dishes uh, and for the video. And then of course I made it for all my friends before to practice before I did it in front of everybody at school. That's awesome, but man. Holy fuck. Chin Kenichi, Iron Chef, Chinese, um, Masahori Morimoto, mm-hmm. Iron Chef Japan, mm-hmm. and then Iron Chef French, Hiroyuki Sakai. Fuck. Oh my God. I love the original Iron Chef so much. <laughs> I'm glad you chose it. It was on my short list, but that was one where it was like, uh, I'm going to, Tyler's going to get this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'd feel like a real, because, like, I didn't watch it a whole lot. I just know it was like a great, it's like a phenomena, mm-hmm. you know? My so, favorite, the I new love... one just didn't have the same campy charm to it. Yeah. I like the new one too, but it just wasn't the same. I had the, I had the, we watched it off and on. We didn't watch it religiously, but my favorite part of it was when he bites into the pepper at the beginning. Uh huh. It looks it like just, he doesn't really like it. God, I just want that. It's to, like, oh, that was a mistake. <laughs> Play it off. But he's like chewing it really, mm, mm, but he's like still nodding his head, like, yes, I am very confident. I meant to do this. <laughs> the chairman. Dave, you're number eight. I'm going to go with Win Ben Stein's Money. Fuck, Holy man. shit! That was that was I that was my, about that one. That was my dark horse oh. number ten. Was yeah. when God, was funny. so good, man. That was such an entertaining show. It really was. And I was. I remember being because I was watching that in high school. I was in high school and that was out. And I remember like always wondering, like, how does this work? Is this real? Like, you <laughs> right. know what I mean? Like, is this? How does it work? And I think later I learned let's put that in quotes because it's just something like i heard on a podcast right right who the fuck knows but it's like he would get ben stein would get that money at the end of the at the end of the show if they didn't win it so it's like so he was like 
because I've heard stories where it's like the of the crew being like, oh, he would be pissed if he didn't if if somebody won the money because he literally did he did yeah. not get paid for his work <laughs> that day. <laughs> and then Jimmy Kimmel's breakthrough right. role. Yeah, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, you're I love Nuts. that. So I've had that written down since we started. I was like, let me oh. be my dark horse. Let me be my number five. I'll be my number ten. Yeah, I kept pushing it back. Yeah, <laughs> man. Jesus. But that man, I watched that was a great show. I used to watch it. It was a, a great show. Core memory, man. I again I forgotten all about when Ben Stein's money in it. I'm glad you said that. I'm <laughs> I, glad you said that. It lives in my head. I think about like I for whatever reason I think about that show a lot. And I don't I have no idea mm-hmm. no idea why. It's good, that's why. Me? Yep, number nine. Weakest link. Mm-hmm. Link's a good one. A goodbye. S- goodbye. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. The new one's not so great, although I love Jane Lynch. I don't see her as being, I don't know, I just don't like it as much as the original. Mm-hmm. Because getting, I can't remember the name of the woman that hosted it. The redhead. The yeah. redhead, the British woman. Mm-hmm. Occasionally she would crack up. Occasionally getting she her, would lose getting her it. to crack was like the, the crowning achievement for somebody. <laughs> and it was it was wonderful to see happen. But I did I liked the weakest link a lot. I thought that was an excellent um crop of in that crop of newish game shows that came out. So weakest link for me. Uh it's <clears throat> it's it's pretty niche and it's British. You said British, it jarred by memory. Mm-hmm. Um Eight out of ten cats does hell yeah ca- does countdown. Okay, so countdown over in in England. That's the show where there's two components. The first one being they have like eight spots for a word, and then whoever's whichever team it is will say two vowels, a consonant, another consonant, another vowel, and they'll pull random letters out to fill the spots and then both teams have 60 seconds to get the longest word out of okay. that scramble. Um and then they have like a a professional lexicon like and she I mean that she also is working it while they do it and then she has a giant dictionary where she can know all the mm-hmm. words and everything. Uh, and then there's the other part of it is the math component to where they'll um hit how many digits say how many digits and hit stop on randomly and that number comes up and then you have um however many steps to get to that number um how exactly does it work because you'll have yeah you have to break down like between those numbers to get to that goal number and then both teams have 60 seconds to try and mathematically use the basic add subtraction division Multiplication to try to hit mm. that number as close to that number. In Goodness, that's difficult. And they have like a math prodigy um, who also happens to be hot is like the host of that side of the show. <laughs> and then she's working it alongside them to tell them, you know, wow. this is what you actually could have done to get to it. My goodness. Cool. So, All right. But then eight out of 10 cats about love, which is, right. you know, a the pop culture show. show mm. But then they have where those, that team will do countdown. So, okay, yeah, eight out of ten cats says countdown. Fucking love the show of that. Neat, Dave. Uh, this might not count, but Billy on the street, <laughs> yeah, there are prizes, there are prizes. That's brilliant, man. I love that Billy on the show, is so man. Fucking great. I don't think I've ever seen that one. Oh, it's Billy Eichner, and um, he just 
accost people on the street and ask some questions and, and it's essentially like for like a dollar and like stuff like for that. For a dollar, okay. would you fuck Paul Rudd? <laughs> right. And Paul Rudd is like behind oh, them. Okay, I have seen I have seen that, yes. No, God, why would I ever, who would want to fuck Paul, Paul Rudd Thanks. be like, Thanks. <laughs> right. That's fucking hilarious. And number 10. Fabled number 10, huh? Deal or no deal. I loved that one. Very suspenseful. Yes. I'm always that's one I will talk to the TV about. I'm glad don't you, you I'm glad pick, you chose don't it. Don't you pick that. Don't you walk away. You take yep. that deal. Yep. Great show. Yeah, yeah it would have been a shame if that wasn't on one of our lists. Yeah. So yeah. I'm glad you got Excellent, it. Excellent, fresh. Again, mm -hmm. it, it came in that crop of NBC game shows. Mm -hmm. Who wants to be a millionaire? Followed by, you know, weakest link and then deal or no deal. They had Sort of this really good crop of game shows that sort of piped out of there for a while, and those all three of those were great. But I did really very much like Deal or No Deal. Yep. And I thought Howie was great as the host. I did, that's my favorite thing that he is in. Kind of yeah. brought him back. Is yeah. How, as yeah, Deal or No Deal. I and mean, we watch yep. America's Got Talent. And he's on that, but he's kind of gotten a little bit crotchety in his old age. So yep. yeah, definitely a great show. <clears throat> uh, mine. So there, it's not the original. It's my favorite iteration. And they do win experiences and shit like that. So, tell me if you think it counts or not as a game show, because there are contestants who are vying against each other. So I'm gonna say I love New York on VH1. Hmm. So Flavor of Love is the original. Yeah, it's weird, right? Because it gets into the, like what's a game show, what's a reality is show, the Bachelorette, and, right? Yeah. I I mean I don't know. I think it's the new ver like the the new version yeah, of game shows even though the old version still exists. It's a spin on a game mm -hmm. show only it involves it's a competition and com yeah it is a competition. Cuz like, if that's close enough too close then I'll say Nick I wouldn't say that. I mean okay. I mean, I wouldn't say that's any less a game show than, say, like Survivor. I think Survivor right. should. Count I thought you. I was curious. You're gonna go Fear Factor or Fear Fucking Fear Factor. I yeah. forgot about Fear Factor. Yeah. Which I don't know. It's weird because I would consider because like Jersey Shore, that is a reality show, but there's not a you know a victory. Not a component. right, right, right. Not a competition. Yeah. What's weird? What's weird about it to me is that I haven't watched the show, but I'm assuming it's the same cast. Or is it? Or is it different every episode? In all of New York, uh huh. So you have like, it'll start off with ten contestants trying to date New York, and then basically every episode they eliminate one of them. Okay, so it's like Survivor kind of. Yeah, so the winner gets some sort of a prize or gotcha. a date with New York, or they get to go to New York. They get for to a eat weekend. that pussy, they and to, yeah, right. <laughs> so like, okay, that's what I I think it's good, but I feel like. That's where it breaks down. It's no longer a game show to me when it's a prolonged, like long season mm -hmm. thing. Because in my like definition of it, a game show is like every episode is independent of a previous episode, unless it's like Jeopardy style, where winner it's like, yeah, the yeah. winner comes back. Hmm. But that's well, it's like that because all nine of the winners come back. <laughs> right? <next> <laughs> <laughs> that is that is true. <laughs> So I'll split that. I'll split that with Nick Arcade just to balance the scales because I love Nick Arcade. That's a rough one going back to. Yeah, you realize those kids are lame. The host is lame. Right, but it's also a fun it was such a cool idea at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it's funny because it's like going back and watching stuff like that. It's like, man, they knew that video games were a thing, 
and they were going to remain a thing and that kids fucking loved them. They just <laughs> Old didn't, suits that didn't <laughs> they just didn't know. You know what I mean? Like yep. they just didn't know exactly what to do with it, it felt like. Yep. And it's like What if we design our own games in the middle? That's uh, whatever. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we go to the, uh, the other side of the actual arcade games? Right. Yeah, that was always the best part. And watch a kid play 30 seconds of Act Razor and die. Right. <laughs> and then, like, the, the blue screen, green screen stuff at the end. Are you familiar with Nick Arcadian? That, that is okay. yes. the Shrine okay. of the Silver Monkey cranked up yes. to the next level. Well, it's like I can't imagine <laughs> being one of those kids because it's like. Oh, I've never been a weatherman before, and I gotta like swat birds out of the sky. Yep. <laughs> like the the bird, it's right there. You're right. <laughs> Just waving their arm right yeah. beside those, it. Get the gym, poor bastards. <laughs> but it was always the same villain. I can think one of every ten episodes would be a different one of the three villains you could find. I can't remember it the. It was villains. always the green gladiator looking guy. Oh yeah, there was a like a red wizard. And a blue sorceress or something. G.I. Jogger? <laughs> yeah. Steel Runner, G.I. Jogger, Cadillac. Oh, fuck, man. Yes. I remember Mikey. Yeah. I fucking hate it. Like, what? <laughs> Is this an actual game you can play somewhere? Postal and Mikey, yeah. Oh, God. Dave, we need a 10. Number 10. 10 10 10 mm. Give me the 10. So, do I go with... A tried and true classic that belongs in the draft, but I don't personally like that much. Or do I do, go with something that I actually like? We cannot end this without mentioning. Let's make a deal. Like holy that, shit, that has to be. That yes. has to God, be. I can't believe I didn't in the draft. Yeah. I don't. I never really liked it that much. I loved it because, and I, I know a lot of people there, do. Yeah. I think it's because I got the taste of the prices right first yeah and then it's like oh. i remember seeing that first and then going and back and like watching let's make a deal and it's like this is this feels like the off-brand price is it's right mean to me. price is right yeah, yeah. oh it's a yeah. donkey <laughs> <laughs> get out of my swamp <laughs> the, the my first band the playful eight i wrote a song called monty make me a deal nice uh, based on let's make a deal because i love that show so i wrote a song about it i love it so much fuck and yeah i fucking forgot about it <laughs> there's so many good ones there's so many good ones i have a have a short list of honorable mentions if yeah, i could dude. run through them absolutely um, I was reminded of uh, Cash Cab. That was on my oh, short list as well. Oh, man, yes. That was yes. on my short list too. Yeah, man, yeah, Nikki yeah. and I love the shit out of Cash Cab. Uh, password oh. slash super password. Password yeah, was password. also on my short list. That's like, that's like pyramid adjacent, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's more, yeah, yeah, it is. Because you, you just say one word, right? And, you know, you know. The thing I think with pyramid was you could sort of give clues, mm -hmm. just not say. There were th certain flags you couldn't, you know, that would cause you to fail. But with like password, you get lie. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you get one word. Yeah, the password is right. Right. How about porno password? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was on uh, four Christmases. They played. Porno password, I want to say. Four Christmases? Yeah, it has Vince Vaughn and uh, Reese Witherspoon. Oh, okay. It's a good movie. Check yep, it out. I've seen it. Was yep, it, it is good. I think they play Porno Password. Was it in Cable Guy as well? Is that where I'm thinking of? Oh, it? no. I think you're... 
Is it? It is Cable Guy. I feel like it's a Jim yes, Carrey movie. It is Cable Guy. That's cable. what I was oh, thinking yeah, of. Yeah. They go to. He shows up at, at the family right, dinner right. and they play porno. Right. Pie, and they're acting like all mad because <laughs> Matthew Broderick's getting fucking triggered. Uh huh. They're like, oh, lighten up. Yeah. Yes, you're right. It was Cable Guy. I haven't Thank seen you. that one in a long time. Um, Survivor. I did add that to my list when I said earlier. And then last but not least on my list, the. Uh, 80s version of Nick Arcade, Laser Time. Do you know this show? I don't. It was a game I show. Really podcast network. Twitch, there are some Twitch channels yeah. that will play it. Yeah. It's just a game show that this clueless host would have these kids on, and they would play legit arcade games uh, for prizes. And That sounds better than Nick Arcade. It was better than Nick Arcade, but it was, it was great because, like, that was my Twitch. Anytime I got the chance to watch that show, I would because it was cool to. W- it was just like standing. The original Twitch is going to the arcade and standing behind someone that's playing a good a game and being really good at it. And then they took that in a to hot the, tub. Yeah, in a hot <laughs> tub. And then they took that to the to this show, Laser Time, and then it sort of went to Nick Arcade. And now we're watching people play games on Twitch. I, I loved it. Great show. Cool. Terrible prizes. They, it was like really, you could tell the game wasn't terribly well funded. Funded, sure. But and the kids were the kids were legitimate, like real kids that fucking lived across the street from the studio. Kind of. I mean, it gotcha. was just like normal. They d- d- never had any personality. They were always terrified because they were on TV. <laughs> it was rare that you saw any of them have any energy. Uh, and most of them were bad, and it sucked because, like you know, you get one game, and when you die, they you're probably done. yeah, they probably didn't want anybody good. No, they because it's like fuck. How long is this Pac Man gonna go on? <laughs> but, but in the is he in gonna the, fucking kill screen? <laughs> in the in the kill screen in twenty minutes. <laughs> in the event that someone did do well, yeah, then the audience would get fired up and be cheering them on, and it was just a really neat show. Cool. So uh, check out. Yeah, there's. Clips of it everywhere. There's a whole YouTube channel of, of Laser Time uh, clips, and I recommend you check it out because it's really it's really dated, but it's fun to watch. Yeah, okay, check it out. I had guts. We'd guts, guts briefly. yeah, yep, yep. Um, Did someone say Double Dare? I mentioned Double Dare. Out of double the dare. out of the Double Dares, Family Double Dare was always my favorite. We liked Double Dare a lot. That was a lot mm. r- around when Gage was little, and we watched it a lot with him. You got, what would you do? Is another one I like. Oh, oh yes. What, 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 yes. What, what would you do? What would you? I guess yes. the I guess the Bozo would count. Remember the Bozo, the clown, the Bozo show. show. Where they throw the ping pong the, ball the ping in, the, in, the in the buckets. buckets. <laughs> sir, I used to practice, sir. That. that is called the grand prize game. Yeah, <laughs> I watched and the, the grand prize where the kids like missing the second bucket and shit. Brandon Maxley fame says that his mom was in the the grand prize. Really? Yeah. Can't find the tape. Because <laughs> I was like, I gotta see that tape, man. Well, the great the I watched that show every morning before we go before I go to school. And I managed to get to the grand prize game right before I had to leave. Like walking out the That's door. That's the reason to watch it. Yeah. And, in my opinion. Yeah. And uh, Bozo was so fucking cool with these kids. I mean, I swear to God, yeah, some of them, they'd get like this little two-year-old to come up and play the game, right, and he'd right. just, fuck, just fire that goddamn ball. <laughs> he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Uh-huh. And then Bozo would like, you know, drop one in for him. Right. Yep. If, the, if they would miss like on the first or the second cup, uh, it'd be like, ah, oh, we we could do that again. We could give him another shot. Yeah. You know, it was always Here's your kazoo. Yeah, it was always <laughs> yeah. really cool about it. So yeah, yeah, grand prize game. That was awesome. Awesome <laughs> stuff. The grand prize was always a bike. 
Honestly, I never saw anybody make it past like bucket four. It it rarely happened, but it did happen, and it was a it was a bicycle, brand new bike, and mm. uh, yeah, super good shit. Oh man, I have got a lot of. I'm with you, Dave. I got all the feel good dopamine running through me right now. <laughs> I could have done fifteen talking about this. <laughs> I could have done fifteen, man. I am uh, super glad I thought of that one because yeah, that it was great. Like, yeah, that was, was really fun. Good. That was a lot of fun. Love fun. connection, hell. God, yes god man god i love that fucking <laughs> show so much as a kid and like same and that's one that i would watch i remember watching yeah. that with my parents because they fucking love that one too dating game the dating game a good dating game with yeah. the serial killer on it that yeah. one episode yeah, <laughs> yeah. and john ham on one episode <laughs> you already said serial killer <laughs> um what was richard ramirez was he the one that was on no i just heard this because I, I went back and watched it. And he is he's fucking creepy as shit. I don't think it was Ramirez. I want to say it was. I want to say it was Bundy. Have it, was, you, it wasn't Bundy because I remember the, well, I remember the look of him. Have is you it, seen the episode of um, Dating Game with Andy Kaufman? No. Oh, so oh, good. Yes. God, it's I, so I, I good. Remember that because it's like, and he fucking plays it up so well too. Because they've got like these two fucking. Two fucking Chads and uh, Andy Kaufman, and he's given the weirdest fucking like lot Lotka style answers <laughs> to like to, like questions, and then like it comes like you know at the end where like they the contestants come out and they show yeah. the ones that they that they didn't pick. He stands and talks to her for like an un, a, ungodly uncomfortable <laughs> amount of time. It's like why didn't you pick me? I don't I don't understand, <laughs> and like nobody knows what the fuck to do. <laughs> I think it was uh, Rodney Alcala. Yep. Okay. That was on yeah. Who is who did he kill? Uh, <laughs> a bunch of young teenage girls where he would pretend to be a like modeling photographer. Oh, gross! Get them back yeah. to a studio, take their pictures, and kill them. Gross. Yeah. Real super gross. All right. Are we ready for? I guess <laughs> we could talk about game shows a little bit more if you guys want Oops, to. It's all game shows. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should probably move on to Hook. Okay. Hook. Let's take a little break, and uh, we'll be right back with Hook for the Super Nintendo. Finders Keepers. You guys remember that one? <laughs> yeah, I forgot about Finders Keepers, man. I don't remember that one. I think it was a like one of the first Nickelodeon game shows. It was where they had this like house, this mansion, and it was uh, bisected, so you could see into the rooms, yeah. and like the kids had to like find oh. things in, in the house, and they could win like JVC boom boxes, <laughs> the JVC kaboom box. <laughs> yeah, I, I think still, that's a show. that will randomly pop into my head. Just yeah, dude. Absolutely. Anytime I see JVC, I'm like, uh-huh. oh, kaboom box. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. That's good brand, fucking branding. <laughs> All right, for real. Okay. Uh, back in a minute with Hook. Back. Hook. 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 Ren Hook. Hook. 
Which originally was what? Our... I am guess 40th episode. It was very early on. I mean, between like 40 and 70, like it was... It was, it's it been obliterated, early. so I can't... I obliterated. Don't <laughs> it was before we finished IGN's list, I'm yeah, sure. For, yeah, definitely. So, old episode, so gone to the wayside, mm-hmm. doing it again. Mm-hmm. The right way. The right yes. way. You're right, with Ian. Yep. <laughs> so uh, if you were to... Comp- well, box art. Box art. We think of the well, hook. Before, box art. before we do mm-hmm. that, I do want to get into something because... You know, in the first segment, I usually talk about things I've recently watched. Right. And, and you mentioned Hook. And we mentioned Hook. Uh-huh. And, um, well, I, I did a list for Hook. Oh, we okay. watching it last night. A, a goodie, goodie bag? bag? A goodie bag. Oh, okay. I toyed with the idea of changing my rating system. I have received feedback. Toys is a different Robin Williams movie. I, <laughs> I didn't say toys. Oh, I said toyed. Oh, oh, okay. I toyed with the idea of changing my rating system. Toys uh, is also a Super Nintendo game we'll get to. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. And I don't want to watch oh, that movie. Oh, boy. Oh, shit. Me neither. I hated that movie Same. so Guess what? much. Game's not good. <laughs> no shit? No shit. I don't know if it's Weird. a surprise or not. But Weird. Um, I told you the idea of messing with my rating system last week, as we all know. I received some feedback. Oh. Let's, we're going to stick with Wiz and Sage says check it out. <laughs> okay. But I do have a goodie bag for Hook, if you guys would like to hear it. Of course. Should I call it a goodie bag or a blind bag? I like goodie bag. Goodie bag. Hooky bag. Hooky bag. Okay. And you don't have to wait until the end of the show or the end of the list to comment. It's fine if you'd like to say stuff as I go through the list. All right. Whatever you think. Okay. Hook. Goodie bag. The movie Hook may contain one or more of the following. Knock off American Psycho Hall Walk. (laughs) Knock off Pirates of the Caribbean. I do also realize... I mean, they knocked off Hook. I, I, I know. A lot of what I'm going to say is knock off is not... This predates the stuff I'm going to say some in some cases, but I still say knock off because probably most people are going to see the what the newer mm. one as the... Anyway. And so knock off Pirates of the Caribbean. Knock off Old One from Titanic slash Professor McGonagall. <laughs> uh, knock off Little Mermaid. Uh, David Crosby, Pirate, Bob Hoskins, Pirate, mm-hmm. Dustin Hoffman, Pirate, Phil Collins, Constable, <laughs> uh, Candy Apple, Arrow, Nutshot, uh, Lost Boys, Half Pipe Skating, Earwax-based Mustache Grooming, uh, Julia Roberts, Pretty Woman, Outburst, Laughter, Tropes, Slash, Easy Teaser, Trailer, Fodder, uh, Crocodile-based PTSD, Clock-based Psychosis, Take Me Out to the Ball Game song played on a calliope, uh, baseball game murder, kidnap victim grooming, pixie friend zoning, a search box featuring the NutraSuite label, chicken egg cannon bukake, <laughs> candy apple uh, catapult bukake, and four-way paint gun bukake. And a notable out-of-context quote from Dustin Hoffman as Hook who says to a 10-year-old, I'm huge. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Three stars. 
Wiz and Sage says, check it out. Do I you, liked it okay. Do you I had know? Had fun watching it. I, I love that you l- listed those cameos. Do you know who it was who played the pirate that was put into the boo box? Oh, no. Uh uh-uh. uh. Do you know? No. <clears throat> I didn't go. I read this on IMDb. I have not gone back to see if it is true. Glenn Close. <laughs> oh, yes. I, that's funny that you mentioned. I was looking at the IMDb and I saw Glenn Close. In the list, I'm like, who the where the fuck was she? Yep, they put a beard. She's wearing a beard, okay. and she gets put in the boo box. All right, all right. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's my goodie bag for Hook. This Great, week. I love it. Had a, Dave and I had a good time watching that last night. Yep. Um, next up, maybe Running Man. We'll see. Dude, this movie meant a lot to me as a kid. First movie I ever saw in the theater. Loved it so much. I had a little Peter Pan kick for a minute. Hence why my parents bought it for me. I think the second or third SNES game I ever owned was Hook. Question. Did your hockey phase ever cross over with the Peter Pan phase? I think two distinct phases. Hmm, Okay. Okay, no overlap? No overlap. I think I had any overlap. Yeah, because I remember... Yeah, I think my Hook phase was third grade... I love that you had. And a then my face. hockey phase was fourth grade. Okay. <laughs> yep. Cool. Yeah. Both excellent things to have phases of, I think. Yeah. Because I mean, I thought this movie was just the fucking best when I was a kid. I oh, still enjoy it. I still have very fond memories of it, uh, and and the game too. Because I had, I remember Mario, I had Super Mario World, F Zero, and Hook. My first, that was what I, what I had to open the Christmas, you know, first Christmas with the Super Nintendo. Heck yeah. Hell yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Before Castlevania eggs. Before Castlevania eggs. eggs. Yeah, that was, uh, I feel like that was, that was a birthday. It was a birthday present. Castlevania eggs. So, I, uh, like Hook. I have really fond memories of Hook. Liked it a lot. Still like it. It was rough. It was rougher. It was rougher watching see, it this time. I can see why. Because I remember, like, we're like an hour and a half through the movie, and I'm like, "This is about done, right?" Nope. Oh, uh, we have an hour and ten more minutes to go. This is it such was a too long, long movie. Wow. It was it's too like two long. and two, no two and half almost hours. two and a half hours long. This mm. one, and it it was unusually long for the time. Yeah. I feel like we didn't get a lot of two and a half hour movies in the early nineties or late eighties, early nineties. You know, they were get them in the seats, get them out, get more people in the seats. The original cut was three hours. I believe it. Yeah, I have a theory cut it down to two and a half. I have a theory um, as we move into the next couple of phases of as to what the th- missing 30 minutes might be. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but no, you're not wrong. It, I could see how it wouldn't hold it's up. A Rufio well. rap. I'm hoping it's a hot scene with these mermaids. <laughs> uh, well, that's in my head, but no. The uh, remember those three mermaids blew Robin Williams in a kids movie. <laughs> it was like Ghostbusters style. Jerked him off under the water onto the eggs. It's, it's okay. One of them laid eggs. <laughs> the other was mouth stuff. The other was butt stuff. <laughs> it was it was Ghostbusters style. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> but I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> I have issues. <laughs> issues. Let's talk about them. Let's do. I want to talk about the issues. Are we talking They'll about come them? up. They'll come up. Oh, okay. We're doing this. We got a structure to no, it. No, I mean, I won't say it. I'm saying I just generally I have issues mm. thinking about mermaids and stuff. Oh, okay. You know, no, I thought I'm, you were going to talk about like the. 
Well, I mean, I have kissing a 13 year old when she's sleeping. <laughs> we talked a little bit about this last night. I do have actual issues with the movie. That is one of those things that's kind of like with Revenge of the Nerds uh, and how fucking rapey that shit was, and you didn't think oh about God, it until not at the time, but right. going back on going, it, it's just I, like, yeah, it's I, fucking mind blowing. Yeah, I mentioned that on the show probably mm-hmm. a few years ago when I was here as a guest. Yeah, yeah. Just as I remember that we watched Revenge of the Nerds because I remember yeah. that was one of my favorite fucking movies. Yeah, not long. I mean, a few years ago we watched it again, and I thought to my holy fuck, that is he's fucking assaulting her he's yep. raping her yep and that's that's i can't get that out of my head but and there's not it's not as bad no it's not hook it's just a little creepy stretch of the imagination <laughs> at one point you could w- say hook is robin williams for bitch it's nerds. a little creepy that peter pan's like who's that he comes in my to, granddaughter yeah, he comes into wendy's room <laughs> like, i'm gonna i'm gonna give her a kiss and I thought he said that, and then I was like, because he, he, he right. <laughs> I'm telling Dave, I'm like, yeah, I said, oh, he's then he because then he goes, he I'm pull- gonna give her a thimble. Right, he pulls out the thimble, and I said, oh, okay, okay. I thought he said I'm gonna give her a kiss, and Dave's like, he he did say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm like, wait, she's asleep. That's her grandmother. What are you doing? He goes over, sits down on her bed, and Grandma's just standing there. Yeah, that's old Peter for you. Grandma in the cuck chair. He's, he's fucking a hundred. He's a hundred years a bad old. Name. <laughs> Grandma in the cuck chair versus the world. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a hundred years old. It doesn't matter that he's a boy. He's yeah. a hundred year old boy, and so he's just. And then he ends up getting married to her. A lot of weird stuff. At That's play. okay. They got married, right? It's okay then. The other know. weird Tennessee thing. Tennessee, it is. The other weird thing, and I think the more I thought about this today, the more I was like, because I was when we were watching the movie, I was like, well, how did Hook? get into the real like the real world London and get the kids mm-hmm. and I'm like how why wouldn't he have done that before you know before now like why what, what's the what's the deal and then I was like did Tinkerbell set all this shit up because she wanted to get with Peter yes dude uh, listen to and me. it's listen. like so she like orchestrated all this shit because I think she was the fucking mastermind here like Jar Jar in <laughs> The Sith Lord. Sith Lord, Jar Jar. And I'm going to tell you something. The other thing that kind of bothered me was the fact that in this movie, Tinkerbell was a fucking Pontiac Grand Am away from being a dangerous stalker. (laughs) Like she's already probably a dental hygienist and then she's just got to get her Grand Am and she's going to fucking stalk this guy for the rest of his life. It was creepy. Tinkerbell creeps me out. (laughs) Just the whole thing. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to cut in. No, no, that reinforces it. Because, I mean, she, like, essentially... She's a fae. She's a fae. Yeah. This is true. I mean, it does. It tracks. Because, I mean, like... very jealous, very possessive. I get it. She tries to woo Peter in... It was the timing of it is really super weird, too. And it's like he almost goes for it. He's and then right he's there. like, oh, Mora, oh. I'm married to Mora, I can't. Yeah. Again with this. And he, the thing is, we were, we were noting the other thing. One thing I noticed throughout the whole fucking movie is there's no fucking way Julia Roberts was anywhere near the filming of this movie while everybody else was there. 
you could tell <laughs> that her scenes were just like phoned in or shot in a remote location oh, because you know funny. it would cut to yeah. her sitting on her clock and she would just <laughs> laughing at the Lost Boys and then it would cut back away. Salacious Crumb style. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, she. Um, so she hated that. That is uh, that is how it was done. Okay. Uh, well, it, yeah, it and showed, she, and, and she hated it, and she was very disagreeable on set to the point where they started calling her uh, Tinker Hell. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. okay. Well, and she has one scene with Robin Williams, mm-hmm. which I'm assuming was an actual scene. <laughs> Let's hope not. That'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're just gonna splice this together. <laughs> Lay there in your dress. Just get right. your picture. Uh, so yeah, there was a lot of that. It felt very spliced together. There was just a lot of things that were apparent to me now that probably if I were a kid had seen it when I was a kid or whatever, it would have been more magical, more Yeah, for sure. You know, it was obviously oh, man. I was not the target demographic for this movie. <laughs> right, but, right. Uh, oh, I loved this as a kid. Yeah. I was ten when it came out. I loved it. I thought it was great. It, I mean, I think that's one of the reasons I missed out too, because I was pushing eighteen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it just wasn't in my wheelhouse at the time. And you, uh, I was surprised that you hadn't seen it. I know we mentioned this earlier. I can't remember if it was on mics or off, but you've seen like all the movies, and this is a Steven Spielberg movie, and that's why I was that was really surprising. Yeah, yeah. Usually his stuff, big name stuff like that, has at least hit my radar at least once. I've seen most everything at least once. But yeah, this one just somehow I managed to dodge it. But I'm glad I did watch it, and especially glad that I watched it with you, Dave, because yeah, it was I kept asking questions, and Dave would be like, uh, do you want me to tell you? Or I'm like, oh, shit, it's it's important to the story. Never mind, because I, I uh, had grown up into a pirate and forgotten all that. <laughs> I'm Peter glad we watched stuff. it. You uh, lost your marbles. We had to find them again. I did. I, I got my marbles back last night. I'm glad we watched it together, specifically because I will never forget, there is a scene, I guess, when Hook is, like, defeated, and he lets out this, like, <laughs> I thought Ian made that sound. And then, so I was, so I laughed. And then, Ian, you said something like, I can't believe that's the sound that he made. And I was like, that wasn't you? I, what I said, yeah. What I said was, did that sound ridiculously overdubbed to you? And he was like, wait, I thought that was you that did that. I'm like, no, I had, that was on the movie. So, yeah, you could tell that they had, like, God, they caught Dustin Hoffman walking out of the studio for the day. Uh, Dustin, Dustin, uh, we just need a sound bite for the end scene, just real quick. Just come on over here. We got the mic set up. He's like, fuck. <laughs> all right, that's, what, that's all you're getting. I'm fucking leaving. I told you, I've got to be somewhere. I loved him as Hook. He was great. I loved Dustin Hoffman as Hook. I thought he did a really, really good job. He was the best part of that movie. Absolutely. Which is why they called it Hook. Yeah. Uh, I thought Robin Williams' performance was fucking horrible. I thought it was lackluster and boring. And I think that they spent the first three quarters of the movie with him reminding the audience that he's a bad father that's lost his way and he used to be... Get to the... It was too long. Yeah. And in that regard, they just kept beating and, and beating it and beating it to death. And when he finally realizes, yes, I am, and I can fly, and my happy thoughts, and all this kind of stuff, it's too late. Uh, they lost me at that point, uh-huh. and it goes on, and I felt like the, the the action at the end was a little less impactful to me 
because they I felt like they had wasted so much time reminding the audience of this same theme over and over again. But I just I'm gonna I don't know if I've ever said this before. I am not the biggest fan of Robin Williams. I've never cared for him that much. Been a couple of movies that he's been in that I've really loved. I loved Mork and Mindy. Yeah. That was my introduction, just like everyone else, sure. to Robin Williams, at least back when, it, from my right, generation. Right, your generation, yeah. And, genie for me in Aladdin. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then there's the genie in Aladdin, which he was fucking phenomenal mm-hmm. in. It's easily his best work, in my opinion. He's great. And then Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. I loved Mrs. Yeah. Doubtfire. I love him in it. I love the cast. I love everything about and that And Dustin movie. Hoffman is Tootsie. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Worlds colliding. Worlds colliding. But after that, I'm just not a fan. Uh, and so Tanya and I were talking about this earlier today, and you know, it's it's truly tragic that he took his own life. And yeah. I, I didn't have anything against the guy. He well, just I mean, he wasn't was so my little with Louis body dementia. Like, yes. And I don't he, even know how exactly. he functioned how he was. And he wasn't he wasn't my type of comedian, and his stick was I, I know how much of a genius he was and how smart he was. Uh, but and it was absolutely a tragedy when he took his own life. But at the same time, Tanya mentioned something to me today about him because she kind of feels the same way. And she's like, I don't know what it was. She said, I feel like every time I saw him, he just there was something behind his eyes, like there was just something going on in his head that wasn't that he was pushing back, that wasn't his, you know, he was si- suffering silently. Mm-hmm. And again, that's tragic, and I feel the same way. It's just as far as his his body of work goes, I just wasn't a huge fan. And so it didn't help for me that he was in that role. I don't know who would have been a better choice. I'm not saying he was a bad choice. I think there was some writing and Tom Hanks issues. was a potential. I could have seen Tom Hanks in that role very easily. They shaved uh, Robin Williams' top half for this movie. I believe it. <laughs> Took six hours every day. <laughs> Maybe, he but they, hairy, they did hairy shave person. <laughs> that man had a lot of hair. And spo- spoilers, because as a kid, God, I was devastated. Devastated. Oh, Rufio. Yeah. Rufio. Rufio. Yeah. We would play, I think I told this in the last time we recorded this, mm-hmm. that we all loved it as a kid. My whole mm. class, we would play Hook. Uh-huh. On the playground, and I would be Rufio, and I died every single day at recent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like at the dinner killed, show. <laughs> <laughs> he killed Zuko. It's, it's it's very sad. Oh man, yeah, Rufio's great. Um, I think Bob Hoskins. I know you mentioned Bob Hoskins. He's Classic. great. There's a little story about mm-hmm. him and Dustin Hoffman when they were like going over the script, and when they had started production, they were both. He, uh, allegedly, both at the same time, they were like, "Oh, these men are gay," uh-huh. and, that, and then that's how they—that's how they decided to play their their character couple. That's they're playing them yeah. as a couple because they're like they're two really good friends who live on a boat and share cabin <laughs> yeah. quarters, and it, so it's like so they decided to play it up. I mean, they didn't like it wasn't overt or anything. Yeah, and but that was that like, was their like. Yeah. That was their motivation. And they're clearly into one another. Right. Sharing yeah. feelings and the earwax mustache right. grooming that I mentioned. Yeah. Don't you know. stop me, Smee. Don't oh, stop God. me. Don't stop me. Stop me, Smee. <laughs> I'm going to commit suicide, Smee. <laughs> Smee, I'm going to commit suicide. Smee, I'm going to commit suicide. It was a really funny scene. Yeah, yeah. I told you when we were watching, I thought it glitched. I know. Because he, he did said it the same thing. two or three times uh, in a row. I'm like, is this... I'm like, is he, <laughs> 
Is it is it the film or is it the fucking problem with the movie we're watching? Last podcast, there I listened to their last uh, pirate series where they talk about mm. like women never never being allowed. Right. If a woman gets on a boat, you kill the boat, you kill the woman and the and the man who smuggled her on. Um, they believe that women were truly bad luck yeah. on boats and blowing each other totally fine. Anal is gay, and they'll kill you for that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, David Bowie was originally approached to play Hook, play Captain Hook, <laughs> and to me, that's a very different movie. It is. A it's very because of the Goblin movie. King has to Absolutely. be. Absolutely, but that would have been like, man, I can't imagine this movie truly that without was Tom Hoffman Hanks and, and David, David Bowie. Bowie. <laughs> yeah, man, that that's weird. But it would, and David but it would, was me. Yeah, that, he yes. was. Yeah, he was potentially one. I can't remember who else it was. It was Danny DeVito. Fuck, and somebody else potentially yeah. is me. I could have seen Rhea Perlman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, she was a lost boy. She was a lost boy. <laughs> she was Rufio. <laughs> I, lucky, lucky. Who's got lucky? I could have seen, I could see it. It, just, it would be a different movie. You're right. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dustin Hoffman is like, I don't know. Yeah, key to this. I think more so than Robin Williams. Yeah, I absolutely think yeah. that this was this was a good Dustin Hoffman film, and I liked all the scenes with him in it. Mm-hmm. I thought were like really entertaining, um, and I like the the characterization of him and like that whole like him and Smee together is like fucking perfect because mm-hmm. Smee mm-hmm. comes up with the idea to like and turn then, Jack and then he and then Hook's like yeah this is a great idea that, that I, had. I just had <laughs> yeah it's never a good idea until it's someone else until it's my we'll idea. adopt a child lover <laughs> right right <laughs> yeah so yeah well, let's move run on. Run home, Jack. What? <laughs> home run, Jack. Oh, okay. <laughs> let's move on to game talk. All right. Box art. Says Hook on the box. Yeah, yep. <laughs> in it. the same font as the Says movie. It right there. Uh, I thought it was fine, you know. Yeah. Got all the bullet points. It conveys what it is. Mm-hmm. It's a game it, about it, Peter it is Pan. a movie, and it's a yeah. movie. Right. So what about a Nick Cage movie? Well, I, I I actually went a little bit different on this one. I did pick a movie okay. other than Hook that yeah. it reminds me of, uh, The Goonies. And I picked mm-hmm. it because it was The Goonies was written by Steven Spielberg. We talked about this last night, Dave, and directed by Richard, Richard Donner. Donner. Uh, but it was an Amblin, an Amblin joint, so to speak. So yeah. it was a very Steven Spielberg movie. Um, but... I'd go so far as to say uh, that Hook could, this, this is the missing 30 minutes, is the prequel uh, to Goonies, mm. uh, where I envision Hook in the battle with Peter Pan loses an eye and a leg. This, and then he decides, fuck this, I'm gone. He gets on this ship and sails away from Neverland and breaches the barrier into our world, which well, is pirate he can do. ship. We know that he can do it. We know he can he do it. Because he kidnapped the kids. Right. Right. This time he is in uh, the northeastern United States, mm-hmm. sails his ship into a cave, which c- closes up, nah. and they all die, and that is the ship that die. the Goonies find yep. at the end. <laughs> of, I like it. Of the movie. So I think that it would have, and adding that um, scene would have made it a nice round three hours. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes, it would. Uh, and as far as the Nick Cage movie I picked, I also picked The Goonies uh, because I heard a rumor that he played the corpse of One-Eyed Willie. That's not true. I just didn't come up with a... 
man. I was like, tell me more. Holy shit. I've never heard of this one. Made it up. <laughs> didn't didn't I'm tired of picking Nick Cage. You heard movies. it here first. <laughs> so I'm just gonna I'm gonna make shit up now about Nick Cage as we go forward until we change that. Should we should we change? We should are, we, change. are we ready to move what on from Nick Cage? Well, no, I don't want to I don't want to take it away from you guys, but I mean oh, I feel oh, like we've I'm covered good. the Nick Cage thing. Yeah, I'm good to move it if we want to. I do I do have a Nick Cage uh mm. movie for this game, however. Okay. I've got Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Ooh. For a few different reasons. I know where you're going with this, and I like the cut of your jib, if you know what I mean. A few different reasons. The first being this was his first movie, so he's 17 years old. He's young. He's a boy. Yes. Uh, much like the mm-hmm. the young boys, the lost boys yes. of Neverland. Also, um, he was vying for the leading role in Fast Times, uh, and Judge Reinhold got it, and he got it due to reverse nepotism um and or so the story goes i know these things i've i've heard sure. the same thing no i'd learned it today i yeah. Uh, I, uh, this is stuff i absolutely Fast times is one of my you got, you got it because yeah. nick cage was a coppola they picked he was not the star because he was uh because coppola. of who he is oh okay they didn't want to be a nep have nepotism, nepotism happening, right? So they went, and I think Judge Reinhold was the right choice. I agree. Yeah, I think great Judge Reinhold's great in that fucking movie. Um, and it would have been an even better fit if Nick Cage had had Judge Reinhold's role because Judge Reinhold works at a fish shop called Captain Hook's Fish. And, <laughs> and dresses wears a pirate as a pirate. Outfit. They yeah. make him wear the pirate costume to do, to do a delivery, right? And he, yep. show he some pride. Pull, yeah, <laughs> pulls up next to a car full of girls, and he's flirting with them. He forgets he has the thing on, and they're fucking laughing at him. And he's like, "God!" And he throws the hat out. Uh, and Great then pick. my re- thank you. It's my regular movie or celebrity, I, I chose Dick Clark. I know he was mentioned earlier in our game show segment, okay. right. uh, but being the America's oldest teenager, I thought that was oh, appropriate. Yeah. What, do, what does Hook say in the movie whenever, like, does Peter knock his wig off and he says, let me have my dignity. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> let Open me, wide for yeah. Chunky. <laughs> we all remember that classic yes. line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I went back to another Nick Cage well and chose The Family Man, since that is also about a man who chose a different path, got old, set in his ways, and then got to go back and be younger again and see what would have been different. That's a good That's a good uh, analogy there, for sure. Good things and bad things. Well, I mean, let's get the really great graphics and unbelievable music out of yep. the way yep. first. 100%. Yeah, this is a I beautiful was, Super Nintendo game. It really yeah. is. I yeah, love yeah. the character sprites. Uh-huh. I love the animations. I love the fact that you can tell who everyone is. Uh-huh. Yep. It looks very JRPG. It does. You know, it's got that... It's bright. It's, it's uh-huh. so bright, and it's, but it's not annoyingly bright. It's no. well... It's, fan- it's, it's fantastically... Appropriate. It's perfect. Yep. The color palettes are all spot fucking on. They nailed it. And I got to tell you, the music on the ice level, I was grooving mm-hmm. to that shit. That was actually a really cool song. I think the music in this game is the fantastic. The whole game is full of good music because they, they, and I think I did watch the SNES drunk that mm-hmm. you sent, and he mentions that they do an unbelievably good job of translating the music from the movie. Mm-hmm. Into 
the game. But the I stuff never would have known, honestly. Like, because the score in the movie, I felt like was very forgettable. And I know it was John Williams, it was so super I hate Harry to, Potter. I hate to say that shit, but yeah. I mean, if you were to be like. Billy on the street. I'll give you a dollar if you can hum one tune from Hook. I'd be like, uh, take me out to the ball game. You got a dollar. Uh, the, uh, but the stuff that they used in the levels that would not necessarily have been in the movie, uh, it's great. Just original, yeah. very thematic, very drawn. All of it ties together really well. There's something to be said about a score of a game that actually has elements from the other songs and it all keeps it in sort of a thematic kind of way. Mm -hmm. I couldn't, I could not believe how good it was. Yeah. Musically, graphically, it was a cinematic platformer uh that, that could have easily stood on its own. It almost, I feel like the, I, the graphics and the music almost run counter to the movie because it's, and it's not a dig at the movie. It's just, it's so different stylistically than the movie because, like, yeah. it's not it's trying more, to be realistic at, it's at more all. Like Peter Pan. It's, it's more like Peter Pan, yeah. but but not the Disney fied Peter Pan. Right. Like, it's, it's, it's and almost, it's a, even more than legally distinct. It's, right. it's kind of like, well, we're, it's going to be more like Disney's Peter Pan than Hook, but also we're going to, it's, it's more Japanese. I mean, it, it definitely it's more is. Anime. It's anime yeah. Peter Pan. It, and that's the cool thing about Peter Pan. It's like the Winnie the Pooh license. You, there, no one owns that. It's a free thing. You don't have public domain. It's public domain. It's Peter Pan's been around for fucking ever. And yeah, so, it's nice to see that and they just they nailed it as far as i'm concerned the music too i feel like because mm-hmm. the music and and hook is obviously very in the movie is very orchestral yeah. and and movie Co- score cookie cutter and, for fantasy children type movies right yeah and in the game it's it's lively upbeat and like it really it sounds like it sounds like a video game soundtrack that is also like trying to Pay homage to like uh-huh. the source material, uh-huh. like the movie, the source material, um, and I mean the the video game is very Japanese. Uh, it was developed Definitely. by uh, Uki Yotai and oh sorry Uki Yote and published by Sony ImageSoft in 1992. So that's the other thing is that it, this is a 92 game and it Early. doesn't feel like it. It no. feels it feels like a later Super Nintendo game because of how good it looks and how good it sounds and the presentation i feel like is top even the control screen uh, scheme is fair to say it's one of the better ones i've experienced as far as early games go yes gave uh, gave a lot of thought is wild yeah Uh, it really gave a lot of thought to the controls in this game and Uh I, i i think that honestly still falls i think you could say that there's a there's a sort of a lumped in Graphics, sound, controls, right? It's those are all the three kind of main bullet points that I like to look at mm-hmm. first, mm-hmm. and lump it in as a, either a good thing or a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Unless the graphics are great, but the sound sucks, kind of thing, you know. Sure, but they did hit on all three of those points for me. I agree. I think the I think the controls are a little simplistic. Um, yeah. It's kind of like a, a two button kind of game. Yeah. For sure. um, and you know that might bother me if I'd have been like, this game came out in '97, 
But with it being like 92, that's early enough Super Nintendo where it's like, okay. I mean, and, and what else could they, what else was there to do with the buttons? Was, you know, it's a, it's a left. pretty simple mm-hmm. platformer and where you jump and you attack. So you've got those two buttons. Um, I like the variety in the levels. I agree. You know, where yeah. you can, it's nice that, you know, Tinkerbell to fill up your fly meter. Yeah. And there are levels cool where you mechanic. fly. Yeah. Levels where you're swimming, levels where you're combining everything, and mm-hmm. then yeah, there are some some environmental aspects like whenever you can. Hit, I don't know the the Lost Boy's name, where you kick him, he turns into the ball and rolls down. A, oh yeah, it's like Thunder Thump or something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, well, and I thought that the game. I, I loved that we watched the movie before I played the game because the game I got. The references right. in the game, and I could I could make that comparison. And they don't do any. You don't have to do any lawyer shit. No, <laughs> like it's not like half of the game where it's like you're Robin Williams in a courtroom, like trying to like <laughs> make it to your kid's ball game or something. What the fuck? You think you're gonna hop on an airplane and make it to your kid's fucking baseball game? Like what the like? I don't care where you're flying from. That's not happening. No, that's not what he was doing. He was leaving to try to make the game, and then they were going to get on the plane as a family and go to London. Oh, okay. He wasn't flying somewhere to get to the game. Okay, good. Because that would be ridiculous. Yes, (laughs) but he was still stupidly late. And I think we also, they missed an opportunity, uh, Ace Attorney. Phoenix Wright. They could have. With Peter Pan's Or Aerobiz. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like an yes. act razor style where yes. it's like you do an Aerobiz segment and then play a level. Um, but I thought that it was neat that the game followed the movie and that it... But the cool thing is you didn't have to see the movie to appreciate the yeah, game. Really and they, true. They, they do a really good job of like the little cut scenes that tell you what's going on. Yeah. They summarize it nicely. Yeah. Uh, and I think that was, it was neat to have watched the movie first to know what the game was actually technically based on. But the fact that the game was so good on its own, you didn't have to. You didn't have to see the movie. I, I agree with that. And in a rare showing for this time period. And for this sprites, genre. Yeah, well, the sprites are all appropriately sized. Yes, they it's are. true. They're, yes, they are. In this kind of game, they're usually way too fucking big. They're still, sl- the they're still horse slow out. and floaty, <laughs> but they're appropriately okay, sized. Okay, so I'm glad you said floaty. Bad things. <laughs> okay, well... This is split for me because I think the floatiness in this game is actually really good because it it Peter is floaty. He jumps mm-hmm. with this uh, floaty trajectory. It's almost like Luigi jumping in Super Mario Brothers two. That's what it feels mm-hmm. like to me for sure. Just without a, with without the crazy legs. Yeah, it's it, but that's his trajectory feels like that, and I like that. And it's like his arc of the jump it almost like holds for mm-hmm. just like just a little bit longer than you feel like it should and i think that's really cool because it gives a sense that he's almost flying right because that's a theme uh-huh. is that he's just almost there right. in the movie he's just got to do this one last thing and he'll be able to fly he's so close and i agree i think that's well implemented i think it's cool and i think that it's obvious to me that they designed the levels around him jumping like that it gets bigger and bigger and yeah because the jumps yeah. yeah and there there are true truly there are true platforming challenges in this game like even like in the second level it's like can i make this jump kind of mm. deal and it's like it's it's Just it's barely. right i mean it's tight <laughs> mm. a lot of those are tight uh and it's 
it's nice to see that they worked it that way as opposed to like designing a game, designing levels and then being like, oh yeah, also he jumps really high. And it's, it's and a lot of those like really tight jumps, they're doable. They are it's doable. It's not to the point, you know, there's that fine line, Tyler, you talk about this a lot. We have blind, you know, we trust falls and mm-hmm. things like that. There wasn't any of that mess, but and it seemed difficult, but it was achievable. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a and if there was you could fly. So Right. <laughs> yeah. It's that fine line between that little mechanic getting that right. And I think they went to the good mm-hmm. side of that. I sure. agree. Now, I know you mentioned this, the slowness, and that's definitely on my bad list. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's it's pretty excruciating. The the speed of if if Peter had dash that would like mm-hmm. where it, maybe it's not like unlimited but like mm-hmm. he can da- do a forward or back dash especially in Holy flight shit that would make that would make a huge difference especially in flight yeah because yeah. there's there are so many times where i'm just plodding along and the enemies move faster than me mm-hmm. and it's like i need to get out of the way uh You're, the enemy's can't. throwing boulders and shooting three arrows equipment. at me at the same time and i it is so much faster it's like it's it's mean how much faster they are. You know, it feels it feels negligent how fast how fast. I, mean, they I are. loved having the the pan sword. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like the master sword in Zelda. Yeah. Where it fires off the magic yeah. bolt. Yeah, I wish there was Super more of that. Refreshing. I feel like it was lacking yeah. some cool power ups, enhancements. Mm-hmm. Like let yeah. me let me be able to summon a, a lost boy. Let me be able to find, find that item. Yeah. Like, where was like Nana? In, um, Come on, we need Nana like in this Max game. Carnage Drinking where you can find the assist. <laughs> right, like, yeah. Give, give me where I could summon the lost boy to roll down. Give me a Rufio screen clear. Give yeah, me a little yeah, something Yeah, no, else. that's Especially that's if it was really Final Fantasy idea. style, where like a large like sprite of one of them comes out <laughs> and <it> yeah. shakes. The... <laughs> 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 uh, I think I, I, I in kind of going on what you're saying, Tyler. I would have liked to have been able to shoot up, or at least in sure. a diagonal. That yeah. would be a nice thing. Um, I didn't have the sword for very long ever. <laughs> right. I mean, super. Yeah, one like, hit is super easy to get hit, yeah. and then it's like, oh, guess I'm back to the dagger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good old trusty dagger. Never <laughs> fails. Doesn't mean dagger. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I also thought. It might have benefited, been beneficial for some players if there had been difficulty levels, but there's not. You just play. Yeah. It's one difficulty level. It seemed like Unlimited Continues, too. It did I don't know like if that. they ever run out, but... I, yeah, I didn't, find, I didn't play through the whole thing uh, either to find out. Uh, and they do give you plenty of opportunities to get extra lives and yeah. health and things. It's plentiful enough to be you worth explore it. Explore and find stuff pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not too hard. It doesn't make you lose Collect a lot of time. Jewelry like for points, which then gives you um, extra lives as well. Um, and then I thought the only other thing that um, was sort of missing for me was there's no like power meter for the boss fights mm. now granted you only had to hit the bosses usually like four times, times and they yeah. would be dead and but even on hook you didn't have when you fought him mm. you don't really get an idea of how far gone he is um and that battle style doesn't change any so like you know in some cases a boss fight the boss will start to panic and do this one final last it ditch was, effort it was the exact yeah there was no there wasn't that and we didn't know where the guy with the punching gloves and the trees yeah. exactly the same all three yeah. hits yeah. to the pirate undead pirate where as a kid I got stuck so I never thought to go behind him mm. ah. so I was stuck there forever as a kid uh yeah the the ships the guy and the guy who's throwing the 
something at you in the ice ice level where mm-hmm. he's in the middle. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm glad they had creative enough boss fights. Sure, that, that, that's the one where I think you had to variety. pop the balloons to drop the thing right, on the, him. Bu- that he dropped the to, yeah, dynamite. Which yeah. I thought was neat. I thought that was a mm-hmm. neat mechanic. I thought the duel with Rufio at the end of the first level is awesome. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, it, it, I thought it was really cool because it's like all you have to do is hit him twice. But I mean, he's like constantly blocking and like mm-hmm. that was really cinematic mm-hmm. and like I, I thought that was really agree. was really cool. Um, I thought also one thing that this isn't really a bad thing. It's more of a suggestion that I would have had. It would have been neat if there was a if there was a part of the game where, um, like a mini game almost, where you're the kids and you try to and you you have to deal with Hook. Yeah, like you have to outsmart him or hide from him or something. You know, Just I think it would have been neat to break up the action a little with that, uh, like a puzzle game or something against uh-huh. Hook. You know, because he has school. He has school, and he's asking questions and things in the movie. <laughs> I think that would be neat if you could have played as the kids a couple of times just to, just like you mix said, it up. Uh, get a mix bonus, it up get a, a bonus little, level. A little bonus. Yeah. yeah, I think that would have been neat. It's not a big deal, but I think that was a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Snatch Drunk had a cool point in that first level. Whenever you hit a lost boy, they stop and hold up their hands. Yes. Instead of like Instead exploding, of exploding or, or dying. Yeah. 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 Really cool. Yep. It's a, lot a nice of, touch. A lot of thought went into this yep, game. For sure. An unusually the world map, high amount. World maps yeah. really Joe fucking Max neat. Style. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, it's like, it's got this like treasure like pirate treasure kind of style yeah. to it even like it's not like you know sepia toned or anything but it's it, it's got this style to it that's very fitting of the of the game yeah. and of the of the theme yes yeah where did it sounds like it'd be a where did it win you what point were you like yeah okay it, for me it was right away i was just really i i'm easily impressed by things like graphics and sound yeah. and things and right off the bat they're they're hitting you with it. I I was I literally was like, wow, this looks really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then it was it would the gameplay was a bit repetitive in some at some one mm-hmm. point it starts to get a little bit stale, but I don't think that it ever went out of. I don't think I ever got to the point where I didn't like it. I didn't get bored with. I it. I didn't get bored with it. Mm-hmm. It was just it was clearly basic. You get yeah. to a point where it's just all the same thing over and over, which is not. Atypical. Do you may play the NES version of it? <clears throat> I've heard it's horrible. I haven't yeah, played it though. I, I want to play the Game Boy version. I know uh, there's a Game yeah. Boy. Dude, Game it Boy came Boy out. Color, on, right? It came out on a bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah, which reminds me, we need to play that Grimace. Uh, the Game Grimace Boy Game color Boy. game. Yeah, just, I posted that in general <laughs> before I realized you had posted it already in New Games. Yeah, I want to. I want to do that. I want to play that. God, I love it when McDonald's pulls shit like that. Yeah. Crunchyroll did something. They they, yeah, they released a Game Boy Color game. Nice. Yeah, and if it wasn't so expensive, I would have bought it. Yeah. <laughs> we say buy, rent, or birthday. This is a buy, right? I, I think I'd it's a buy. Say it's definitely it's a buy. Worth buy or very least a birthday. Yeah. I wouldn't mind owning it. I don't think I would have gone out of my way to buy it. Yeah. Yeah, but I would have liked to have owned it. I don't own it currently. I might buy it because uh, I like to have it in my collection currently. But as a kid. Yeah, I mean, this might have been one where I rented it first and then been like, yeah, okay, I'll put this on a mm-hmm. on a list mm-hmm. to like, you know, birthday or Christmas list. Yeah. Where in uh where in the scope of Super Nintendo games do you think it would fall? It's in San Diego. 
If there is room at the, if there's room in the top 100, I think it has a place. But I think if it's very close, if not, it's really, really close. Yeah. It's right there. Because it's, like it's, it, it was, I would put it in the 90s. Or if there were just a few of the elements we'd mentioned, that would kick it over to the top 100 for me. Yeah, this was a refreshing change from mm-hmm. of pace for me. And I, I know you guys had already played it and you knew about it already. Yeah. But for me, it was nice to come in and see something that's like, oh, fuck, yeah, okay. This is what I think about when I think of Super Nintendo games. Sure. So, um, yeah, very, very, very good shit. It'd be a top third for me. <clears throat> yeah. Um, probably top quarter. Yeah, yeah, I'd say top quarter. Top quarter. It really is like, man, if I could just go a little bit faster, like if mm-hmm. there's a ROM hack or something where it's like Peter's speed is increased by 50%. Even, or even, even that would be an, he's just he's just so slow and I would or get, even items to pick up to make to make him up. go f- mm-hmm. faster or adding a dash or something mm-hmm. cocaine from the real world from, from <laughs> real Robin lawyer, Williams his lawyer powder, yeah. <laughs> that's why they kept doing this in the movie <laughs> uh, but because there were se- there were several moments where I would get frustrated because it's like. I'm just too slow and something comes in fast from the side of the screen or it's like, it's just impossible to dodge some things. And that like, that, that made it a little less fun for me because I I'd rather, I'd rather play a platformer where I'm thinking on my feet. And this is more a platformer where you're, you, you're thinking, okay, that guy's going to shoot the arrow. Mm-hmm. So I got to wait for him to do that. And then I got to go under him and then I know a bat's going to fly. So I got to duck. It's, it's one of those. Yeah. Memorization. And I, right. And mm-hmm. I prefer more of like a, like a blind run of like a, like a Mario game or something yeah. where it's just like, you just, you're, you're, you're just reacting. reacting. The yeah. controls are smooth enough to be able to be reactive and stay in the game. They weren't for me. I'm I, saying that's what you want. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's what, what a Mario game is. Yeah, that's that's what I want. I want to be able to react. Yes. And I don't. I don't yes. because Peter is slow in this game. It's I didn't. Hard. I didn't if feel like I had to go like back. That, yeah, yeah. If it if it had the fast paced type, oh boy, that'd be a, this would be a top damn near perfect Super Nintendo game if yeah. it had that. Because I agree with all like this is this is probably one of the prettiest Super Nintendo games mm-hmm. uh, on the system easily. And, I mean. Yeah, and it sounds great. Top top quarter. Top quarter. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. you have any achievements? I have a few. My first one is I can hold my breath for a long time. And uh, to get this achievement, you die uh, to the fish in the first stage uh, underwater because <laughs> you're trying to swim up, <laughs> not realizing there's no breath meter. You could just walk around and fight underwater the same as you do on land. I got this achievement. I was like trying to swim. I'm like, what the fuck? See, I thought it was a mermaid oral sex joke. <laughs> could be. Could be. We could, it's interchangeable. Uh, like some mermaids. Like some mermaids. <laughs> okay, the next achievement I have is 60% of the time, it works every time. And to get this, uh, you waste time trying to kill the jungle cats that are inexplicably sitting on rocks in the middle of a the waterfall. Sa- the Sagat tigers. <laughs> yes. Do <it>. uh, <laughs> that you absolutely do not have to bother with. And uh, also, for the record, you can buy Sex Panther on Amazon. <laughs> I'm not making this up. Look it up. How expensive is it? It's not bad. Yeah. It's, and I think it, it says, it even says with made with bits of real panther. <laughs> so you know it's good. <laughs> uh, and my final achievement for Hook is 
It was a drive-by fruiting. And to get... It was a drive-by fruiting. You die with a cherry health, mm. a cherry insight. Mm. Like just out of reach, you mm. die. I did that too. Yeah, that happened to me as well. Yeah. That is a line from Mrs. Doubtfire, by the way. <sighs> yes. Okay. No, uh, no Super Nintendo of Mrs. Doubtfire, as far as I know. Weird. There should be. That would be a good... I think they could make a good... Could um, be. Could be also real bad. I don't could know. Could be bad, but I think if someone made it today, I think it would be good. I think if someone made it today, it would be fantastic. Yeah. It would be hilarious. I want to see Clock Tower redone as Miss Doubtfire, only your Matthew Lawrence having to escape from creepy, awful Mrs. Doubtfire coming to the house like a kid with scissors. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm down for Toodaloo. that. Toodaloo! <laughs> I was thinking like color a dinosaur, but instead of a dinosaur, it's Robin Williams' face. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Potato Head and him into a grandma. (laughs) Then you have to like try to get to Pierce Brosnan before he eats the jambalaya with the spikes (laughs) on it to save his life. I had two. Uh, My first one being bang a fucking ring and that is you never lose the pan sword once you uh, mm, wow which i'm sure toughie. i'm sure somebody has done it, probably but, right yeah. yeah and the other one is like colonial england and that is you get all the jewels in the game so you go in steal someone else's jewels and keep them for your own, <laughs> for yourself okay like they do i have a few First achievement is bad form, Peter. <laughs> in order to unlock bad form, Peter, you uh, stab any pirate in the back, uh, which I did a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Uh, next achievement I have is why don't you just go suck on a dead dog's nose? In order to unlock, why don't you just go <laughs> suck on a dead dog's nose? That's fucking gross, by the way. It's probably one of the grossest, grossest clean lines I've ever (laughs) heard in a movie. I could see, I could see like third graders going, ooh, (laughs) you know, like getting real, like bent out of shape about that one. Uh, In order to unlock that, you finish the first stage by defeating Rufio in a duel. Okay. Um, And my last achievement is this is it. Don't try to stop me this time. Don't you dare try to stop me this time. In order to unlock that, uh, you run out of flying power uh, despite watching the meter dwindling and fall to your death. Yes. That happened a lot. Yes. Same. Over spikes. Yeah. Yeah. Spiky caves. Pits for me. Pits. Yeah. Pits. But the pirates that are walking on barrels over the spikes while Uh you're trying to fly around. Mm -hmm. Pirate Town was definitely my favorite level. Yeah. I love how Pirate Town was set up where you go on the different exits and... Mm. Go back outside and have Lost Boys help and everything. Great, great final level. I watched a I watched a playthrough at one point that was literally titled "Hook on the SNES: The Death of Rufio," and then one of one of the one of the lines in the memo was like, "He got Rufy owned." <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> I was like, "Damn, that's good shit." <laughs> It was awful, but it was good shit. I think the world record for this is 14 minutes, 13 seconds. Wow. Damn. That's a quickie. So, is that a, like a glitchless it, run? or The only time I saw a... I mean, there were damage boosts and shit, but the yeah. only time I saw... Oh, yeah. Those are wild in this game. Yeah. I did a bunch of those accidentally. <laughs> it gave me like Ghosts and Goblins like uh, yeah. memories. Yeah. yeah. The only time I saw glitches exploited were in the pirate cave, mm. getting through that. Like... 
flying into the darkness and doing certain moves and stuff and basically skipping through a ton of it mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it was a pretty just well played. That's impressive. Really well. Yeah. I mean, the glitch stuff's always impressive too, but I always find it way more impressive when it's like a clean, yeah, like glitchless like run. Yeah. I think that's really Play it the way it's supposed to be played really, really uh-huh. well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do we want to talk about rank rarity and price? Sure. How much do you guys think this game is if you were to buy it used now in 2023? I would speculate that this one was probably pretty mass produced. Um, it came out for everything. For everything. And it was a huge deal. Um, I'd say, but being such a good game, I'd put it at $19.13. 19 13 Okay. Let's say 25 25 bucks. Actual retail value of Hook. For the Super Nintendo, loose on average, according to PriceCharting.com, at the time of this recording, is $30. Tyler with $30. the $30. $30 is pretty good. I'd say that's it's not bad. Fair. It's I not mean, like an insta-buy for me, but right. it's but it's not bad. It's a good price for this game. For a good game. Yeah. Yeah. It broke my heart because like, I don't know when the SNES Drunk video was made, but when he's like, you can pick this up for about eight bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I, and I was like, what'd you make this in 79? <laughs> uh, what do you think Flopsy gave Hook? And what rarity do you think it might be? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say they probably they had to have given this one at four stars. Okay. And I'd say, I'd say it was probably common. Okay. So I'm going to go four stars common. Four common. Okay. Tyler, what do you think? I haven't seen it in so many years or had it talked about. Um, even though I would I would give it four stars, I would say they're going to give it three and a half, and I'll just say uncommon. Three and a half uncommon. I saw it earlier, so I can't play. But according to the Ultimate Nintendo Guide to the SNES Library, 1991 through 1998, by Pat Contry, courtesy of Monster Mold Mike and a shadowy benefactor, Oh, crack. Oh, it. Mm. it never oh. gets old. Ugh. They gave Hook three stars. That is too low. Mm. Availability is common. It's too low. That's one of the times where I feel like they didn't give it enough. It is strange for them to be stingy <clears throat> with the stars. I would probably, I'm good with three, personally. Three and a half is probably my upper limit. Three and a half is my bare minimum for this yeah. one. I mean, I think it's gorgeous. I just, just got a little frustrated at points. I can, and, see, and, and, I can and, see why. In the same way that Pinocchio frustrated me, although this is like a f- far superior yeah. game, but it gave me Pinocchio flashbacks where it was just like, God, if I could just move a little sl- mm-hmm. a little faster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Tyler? Yes, Dave. Had a lot of fun talking to you boys about Hook. And game shows. Hook. And especially <laughs> game shows. <laughs> Uh, but if you were to give this game a beard that sums up, what kind of beard would you give it? I fucked that up. The the beard Robin Williams sports in Jumanji oh. is pulled mm. back out of the other world. Mm, mm-hmm. And what, what year, year is, is it? it? 1992, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, Tyler, what kind of glasses would you give this game? I Because mean, it, it does have its serious... Weird tones in it, mm. so I'll give it 
Robin Williams gold rim glasses from toys. Okay. Yuck. Occasionally. <laughs> Fucking yuck. God. <laughs> Ooh, are you sure you liked this game? <laughs> we, I mean, granddaughter stuff. It's creepy. <laughs> okay. Okay. We talked about the glasses. The glasses. And hook. Oh and my hook. god! I was being triggered left and right by the way they were treating this man's glasses, touching the lenses and folding them up and sticking them in his mouth. It was driving me fucking crazy. My I glasses. Uh, <laughs> I can't yeah. see without my glasses. He can't see. <laughs> That's it, right? Was that a, was that a podcast? That's it. Did That's we do a podcast? It? We gonna we gonna pick what we play next. You guys want to do that? Yeah, let's do it. We'll see what we're going to play. Randomizer. Toys? Just want to do it? Nope. Not yet. I'd be fine with it. <laughs> make a Robin Williams. Go I'd, knock I'd all the Robin Williams movie, up. Oh, boy. I don't want to do it. <laughs> if it draws, if it comes up naturally, um, yep. let's do it. But right. otherwise, oof. God, that movie fucking made me so disappointed as a kid. Well, it looks like Holy it would be shit. like, oh, man. Oh, it's called Toys. I bet he's so funny <laughs> in it. Look how goofy he looks. It's Robin Williams. Oh. So bad. Yeah. <laughs> So grab the batter up for a roll, mm-hmm. plug it in, say the prayer we all love to say. Tyler, wait. Whoa. Wait. Can I make a suggestion? Is the t-shirt Please, monster man. back? <laughs> Come in his mouth, Oh, babe. fuck. Again? Should have tapped out. <laughs> I want to make a suggestion. Uh-huh. This was all planned. This is not spontaneous. True lies. Does you all ahead, want to try that one? Randomizer I've played that one before. Lies. You have played mm-hmm. it? Would you like to play it or would you like to spin? I'm putting in a host card to say, I'd like to play True Lies, but if you want to spin, we can spin. What do you think? I'm, da- I'm down to do True Lies if you want to do True Lies. Has everyone here seen the movie? Nope. You should see the movie. It's I haven't seen it since it came out. I would need to rewatch it. I don't know if I can watch it this week. Mm. Okay. Oh, that's work. true. All right. Well, let's put it on the short list. Pin it. Let's okay. put a pin in it. Because mm. I'm definitely down to play it. I don't want to spoil anything, but I've seen True Lies twice this past week. <laughs> I watch. It's one of those I watch anytime it's on, and wow. it happens to be on one of the channels we have. Okay. Right now, so. I'm de- I'm absolutely down to do True Lies at only, some point in the near future. I only okay. knew that it was true li- that it was an SNES game by watching the SNES drunk about. This game right. that he mentions it. So yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna do true lies in two weeks then whenever all this is over. Absolutely. Sit down with Melissa and watch the movie at some point yeah. too, because you'll both love it. Yeah, because I do I want to watch the movie for the for the game. It's a fucking great for sure. movie. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Continue. Okay. Say the prayer. We all have to say. <laughs> Stop. Three fifty five. It's toys. <laughs> <laughs> Three fifty five. The F's. The M's. 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 I have a hint. Have we played uh, it? You'll never get it. <laughs> that, that's my hint. Like if the, if you manage to make this string of words come out of your mouth, I'd be super fucking impressed. Marble Madness. No, but man, that'd be great. Max Ronaldo's. Holy shit, he's right. I feel like it's somebody's ding, ding, name. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> no, but that's a great guess. Uh, it is a game I've heard of, but I've never played. Mohawk and headphone. Mohawk and headphone jack. Mohawk and headphone jack. Mohawk and headphone jack. Okay, right. I've never heard of that. You're that's absolutely. That's gonna be a right. cartoony platformer. 
that's my guess. But like I said, I've never played it. Characters created that nobody asked for type of thing. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. We'll find out. We'll find out. And so week. will you, listener. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds good. And then True Lies, we'll put that in our on the short list. Later yep. bucket. Yep. And toys. We're gonna wait till that <laughs> motherfucker shows up on his own. <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, not SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, Google Play, all over the place. Just just put us in your favorite search engine. Do uh, you want to leave us some calls? We've been taking calls. You know, we're all, we're not going to get to it this week, but in the future, if you want to help us build back that log, two seven zero eight eight three two five five five. If you want to send us something for uh, an intro or outro or whatever, something for Community Corner, you send that to Tadpog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, PL Box three seven eight five, Paducah, Kentucky four two zero zero two. Now, there's a lot more, but most importantly. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Tadpog or PissTasters.com is where you can go to donate money to the show. Like so many f- of our fine fans that do so every month. Um, and we have a list of people that donate $20 or more every month to the show. And uh, we're going to, we call these fine folks our executive producers. And I'm going to read that list of names right now, starting with Usurper Grimm. Cousin David Galino, Plinko Nick Price, Cubicle Monkey, Cthusius Jeff Miners, Master Cycle Baron Kevin Link, Joseph Phillips, Gamebug Prime Nathan Eaton, Matt Gentile, a.k.a. Gentle G, Princess Consuela, Banana Hammock, Flavor Trick, Taryn Dahl, congratulations on your marriage, and we're really glad about all the participation in the Discord. Uh, it's good to hear from you on the regular. Pinball Airplane Archmage Chris Edler, we're sorry you couldn't be on this episode. Platinum Member Brett Miller, Sandwich Pope Phil Hawkins, Nate from Utah, first time caller, Drinksmith Joey Webster, Dig Dougie, Derek Pope Sandwich, and Cody Phillips. And that's what I got. Thank you so much to everyone that donates. Yep, thank you. Um, thank all of our donors. It means a lot to us that you would take your hard earned money, especially in these trying financial times, to give us uh, the ability to keep doing the show and improving upon it as often as we can. Uh, thanks also to Backlog Banisher Dane, uh, who gives up his time each week to put our show on YouTube yep. because that's a big deal to us. It matters a lot, and it's really important that you do that. So thank you. Um, and then uh, just once again, thanks to the community in general. We do have a Discord, bit.ly slash Discord. Come in there, join the conversation. It's free. Uh, we're always around. Uh, lots of good, cool, fun people hanging out there, having funny and very deep, meaningful conversations in some cases. Um, and then uh, spread the word, let people know about the show, and thanks again. Hell yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. So our theme song is Moves by Sigma Drive. Link to that check. Come around the charts at tadpog.com. Hey, you guys want to close it out? This is our favorite character from Hook. All right. So until next time, Oh, we all know. <laughs> and now a redneck anime reading. <clears throat> Wake up to reality. Nothing ever goes as planned in this accursed world. The longer you live, the more you realize the only that truly exists in this reality are merely pain, suffering, and futility. 
Listen, everywhere you look in this world, wherever there's light, there'll always be shadows to be found. And as long as there's the concept of victors, the vanquish will also exist. The selfish intent of wanting to preserve peace initiates wars and hatred is born in order to protect love. There are nexuses of casual relationships that cannot be separated. Madara Uchiha. Believe it! 